for that. Merry Christmas Eve Eve. We got a full studio for the first time in our show's history. No, we did a full studio with Ryan Weaver. I think we lost that episode the same way we lost our last one. Are you sure? We failed to record it. It was the one with the DNC aliens. There's a whole conspiracy that is possible. Are you sure about that? 100%. We lost it. Three episodes we've lost to failure to batteries, not pressing the on button correctly. Yeah, that was an issue for a while. We did, but we've been good six months since our last error. This was a big one. We probably missed a full hour and a half episode. Either way, we're going to get that into part two. We're going to do two episodes tonight. We have Ryan Crosby making a second appearance. How's it going? I think our, not second, third. No, the second. Two, well, we did two yeah. episodes, so for our audience. Second night. Two different. Yeah. So there'll be four <laughs> Those episodes shows did well. two nights. Those shows did well. Oh, sick. And his friend Matt, our counsel. We, hey got, we got a legal team here today. Yes, sir. Five, five six. Five, six, a lawyer. There, there we go. go. Almost there. Almost. There you go. That's Credibility right. to the podcast. <laughs> now, what kind of law? Uh, pretty much the one that gives me the big bucks. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, not really. My my main goal is to join the JAG Corps. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, so for those who don't know, it pretty much is uh, working for the military and basically being a lawyer uh, for the military. So I'd be commissioned as like a lieutenant um, and then whatever legal needs they have. That's what I'm there for. Guy, so. Guy Reschenthaler. Yes. I remember. He, he was Jack Corps. Yep. Him, uh, Connor Lamb, a couple other big okay. names. Do, mm-hmm. do you know either one of them? Not personally, no. Not Although my uncle did actually meet uh, Guy okay. a couple times. So. Are, are you a fan of either one or run against either one? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I think they're both all right. They're, they both okay. seem to be kind of moderate. So. Con- Connor Lamb's seat might be up. He put out that Twitter where he just screamed, I'm not a communist. And it's like, okay, no one's saying you're a communist. Well, when you have to do that, when you have to say that, um, <laughs> you yeah, you to, might be one. You you're not to, looking too good. Well, no, it's one of those, the way Fetterman's running the Senate seat, it's like if you're trying to run a moderate blue dog campaign, if you're more Joe Manchin mm-hmm. than President Joe Biden, you got to kind of try and divorce yourself from what's going on with the yeah, party, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Guy, I, I think he's, I don't know who's, I don't think he has any primary against him. I think they're both going to be. I think they'll both be pretty un- safe. To unchallenged be incumbents in the primary. In. I at think least, so. Yeah, so, yeah. In, in the primary, they should be good. Yeah. Connor Lamb, I thought for a minute was kind of trying to test out um, Senate run. Oh, absolutely. When, when Doctor Oz threw it mm. in, it's like, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I still can't believe Doctor Oz is running in. PBL. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? I think I think it's very interesting. I mean, I don't know much about him politically at all. I don't think anybody really does. I think he's could be a interesting fish. You know, could has be, experience, charisma. Yeah. He definitely has the charisma can and hold, the name can recognition. Stage, can hold his name recognition. Which is huge. Not living here? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's where we'll see. I mean, he, he lives here enough. I yeah, mean. He, yeah, he's in well, the, he tri- legally, the tri-state he area. Right, yeah. The tri-state area. He's in, he's in that region. What's your thoughts on him, Ryan? Because I, I could take a lot. This is one of those I can see easy ways to take shots, but he kind of has a Trump vibe where his name's already known. He can get an I, interview with anyone whenever he wants. I don't know enough about like the whole situation, to be completely honest, but it's like one of those things like, he saw an opportunity in PA to win rather than do, like I get the whole optic side of it, but I don't know. It's just like it's like not what I expected, I guess. Yeah, what I guess who else would run? They they had the issue with um with Parnell. And, and what, what's his military? Was he he wasn't Jack? He was just no. He was he was yeah. He was active duty frontline. Gotcha. More more typical like frontline whatever whatever people typically think of on when paper, they think of military. on paper a solid candidate. Yeah, for the Republican yeah. seat on paper. I don't. I think he's almost he didn't he suspended the campaign. I think he's done. I think yeah. I, I, I think like, he's done. Especially yeah. after he done. lost. Well, he suspended it when the, the like, reports came out, but he actually did lose. He the, lost act- the custody oh side of it. So, like, basis. I think he officially dropped. I'm pretty sure he officially dropped out because of that. Yeah. So, so in that context, Oz coming in, you're gonna need somebody, and you can't really replicate his 
um, Parnell's papers, his record. So what are you going to do? That's where I think people, Guy probably thought for a second. But that's one. You got, hold, just hold your horses on this one. This is going to be an interesting <laughs> election cycle. Yeah. Fetterman versus Shapiro? You got any any dog in that race, Ryan? I honestly have not been like keeping up with it. Well, that's right. I'm pre- have an opinion I'm, right now. I'm, I'm pinning Ryan down on the Democratic talking points. Do you <laughs> yeah, want, thanks, do Alec. You, yeah, Matt, do you want to outline your political philosophy disposition, oh. party affiliation? <laughs> sure. So <Yeah. laughs> as, as Ryan and I have discussed many times, uh, I'm a Republican and I hate Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think that most right-wing people are a little too soft. I don't even say right wing. I'll say just like conservative leaning. Uh, public people are typically too soft. Any, anyone in particular you want to pick a fight with? Oh gosh, all of them. Uh, <laughs> where? Anyone? Yeah, let's just bring like How Ben Shapiro on here so I can complain about the things I don't like about him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not care. He had an interesting clip going after Tommy Lahren, where mm. she came out making a comment about you know when we put Roe v. Wade on the ticket and we make it a religious issue, then sometimes that can. It, it, it activates people that otherwise would not have cared because a new subject is brought into mm-hmm. the equation. And yeah. Shapiro went criticizing her, saying that, who's someone who actually believes this? I don't know if you have anything with Roe v. Wade, lawyer. Talk about <laughs> you want to jump right into it. <laughs> anything, anything interesting hey, on this? We're going to have a soft opening. Uh, <laughs> nice yeah. little Christmas yeah, thing. Yeah, What's yeah, your thoughts anything, on Roe v. Wade? <laughs> it's, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, if you don't. By the way, I'm not having strong opinions. My opinion on it is I think the Supreme Court decision is a disaster. Mm-hmm. But I agree on that the states have a right to allow abortions. Yeah, like, so I, I mean, I, I think I, that, I think I support it at a state level. I don't know yeah. if Congress can't pass a law. I think you're kind of onto it there. I mean, uh, even like left wing, even like left wing legal scholars, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg has come out and said like the actual like legal basis for Roe v. Wade is very weak. Like the arguments that they make in it is pretty much just made up. They just wrote a law. Yeah. And what other what other Supreme Court care, hearing did they actually prescribe? This is what Congress is supposed to do. Right. Congress is supposed to say if we agree 60 out of 100 votes yeah. in the Senate. Well, they pretty much said that you have a right to an abortion um, like via the Constitution and therefore Congress can't even pass legislation against it up to like certain points and even like states can't. Um, so that's what was interesting is that it prevents the states from acting in ways that otherwise they normally would be able to do. So, I mean, the, you know, the proper legal argument would probably be that Roe versus Wade just overstepped a lot. and Federalism. The, yeah. The typical le- legal argument you hear from right-wing scholars, and this is actually something that we can talk about with why I think most right-leaning people are kind of soft, is the argument you hear is, oh, just let it go to the states. Yes. Well, okay, yeah. you let it go to the states and 30 states are going to pass, you know, heavily available abortion laws so if you're if you're truly pro-life then what did you actually accomplish you let 20 states and yeah that's that's good that's good uh what about the other 30 right and there is actually a legal argument out there it's not really talked about because it's like i said it's not as popular and you know if the supreme court came out and said abortion is again like anti-constitutional and therefore you aren't even allowed to do it legally Right, like reverse yes. Roe v. Wade. Reverse, waited. exactly. Yeah, would yeah. be would be so extreme that most people think it'd be too far. I mean, I, most people I, think that even overturning Roe v. Wade would be too far. So that's where these arguments get. I think very that, but that's a compelling argument for overturning Roe v. Wade. If you're scared that okay, maybe you like the way Roe v. Wade figures, you agree with, uh, you want you want to allow abortions under certain degrees. Mm. If it goes just the opposite, this can go with the vax mandates. This can go with a whole number of things. Is this once the Supreme Court is prescribing laws, right. when it's for you, I can see why you want to let it go. Even if yeah. you might not like it, it's easy to go, well, I don't like the way it's made, but it works for me. Right. In this instance, if the shoe's on the other foot, 
Or if you mandate, like China, limiting the amount of kids you can have. What if it goes as far as the Supreme Court saying you can only have uh, so many children? If, right. I mean, if you want to make the environmental argument for that, right? Oh, there shouldn't be as many people around because... Climate. Right, exactly. There like, we go. And so if you... And I know that there are people who try to say, like, environmental issues and climate issues are, like, national emergency issues. And therefore... It's happening. Yeah. That so. board up there, as, as soon as they can get through COVID and they can start the war with nature, number four on the left-hand side, once they can do that, wow. you can open up military powers. The Constitution is, like, unlocked. Yep. Once you have a war with the virus, yep. war on drugs, war on terror, war on nature, yep. all of a sudden we can fix it. We, we, we can't predict it. I don't know when that, that tornado is going to hit. Just give just give them unlimited powers, and trust me, they'll fix it's it. It's a slippery right? slope. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. That's, the, that's my concern is if we start... We're on that line. Do we can we draw right, exactly. national health care? We kind of are allowing. Yeah, that's Obamacare is. I think it's it's doing its best. And a it, long time. I just I just saw a headline this morning. I don't know. You, do you, you you've always been a steadfast Obamacare, Ryan. Yeah. It's like healthcare is so complicated, though. Like yeah. I, I was all for Obamacare only because it did it did help a lot of people. It helped a lot of people that I know also. But, um, but you know, everything has a cost. Everything like. Everybody breaks it down to individual people rather than like the the greater good. The collective. Yes, yeah. but like so I I try to think about it <laughs> because the like whole this is wide world yeah. in my hands. <laughs> this is supposed to be more of a society written like majority in favor of things, but a lot of people only it reverts back to any policy or anything in politics. It's always individual, individual, individual. It's like. For example, like raising a tax to do it, like oh, if I have to pay an extra like ten dollars a year in taxes, so like my neighbor can have a little bit better health care, I'm I'm willing to do that for the greater good, kind of thing. But like it gets way more complicated than that. Yeah, oh. I actually very much agree with that. So there's a concept that's called the common good, um, and that I think is something that Ryan is kind of striking right now. Okay. And that's honestly, I think my biggest difference between myself and most what you would consider like mainstream like Republican libertarian thought, okay. um, there is a common good, whether we want to like admit it or not. And I mean, now the libertarian thought would typically go, well, the best way to a common good is to leave everybody alone and let them do their own thing. But like Ryan is definitely onto something. And this is where I think um, most Republicans get it wrong is most Republicans think that we need to be socially left wing and economically right wing, whereas the exact opposite is true in most polls. It's okay. actually much more popular to be socially right wing and economically center to left wing. Like most people, like Ryan said, support the fact that if I have to pay a little bit more in taxes, but my neighbors, you know, their health care needs are, are that like, common good is met. Yeah, that that, common as good. Long as, as long as they're good, yeah. I think most people want I, most people believe yeah. in a common good. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now, when now when we're saying common good, because I think if you asked AOC, she also <laughs> is doing things for the common good. Well, yeah, she's got her own crazy version I, of the common so, good. But so but. now, now, are we talking common good? Like, um, I, I want to say it was like the theory of the commons. This has been a while since my college days. There was this idea that the like we've always had a commons where everybody had a cow and a horse. Oh, oh like, go, like the property version of the uh, tragedy of the commons. Tragedy of the commons. Yeah. Yes, mm. yes. So, so it's like we all agree that we this land. We all need it to feed our horses. We all have our horse. It's our car. We need it to be fed in order to go. We're going to have this land. Obviously, we should all take care of it because we all use it. And a good, if, right. if, if we're all in agreement, pick up the shit. You know, keep, keep, keep it clean. 
mm-hmm. don't bother, don't go in other people's area don't eat too much you know yeah so the common so typically the way that that breaks down then is the tragedy of the commons is if i abuse the commons then i get to do better even if everybody else goes down and so everybody just abuses it, it and encourages then the tragedy, other yeah. people to go well he right. does it and it works for him so i'm gonna do right. it and it works for me and, and then, so so that's what technically the tragedy of the commons is so the common good is more just kind of like what Ryan is saying like basically like the word collective in American psyche has this incredibly negative um, communist I I, yeah, I, I could, yeah yeah yeah, if I wanted to be, when, yeah yeah whenever people hear the word collective they immediately think like collectivism communism ah bad right like we're yeah. just we have like first our, thing I thought of, yeah I, I fought the yeah our education system has just taught us like that that's bad innately um where but I think this is the, and this is why, like, Democrats are able to still win national elections while having crazy left-wing social issues that most people, especially average Americans, do not agree with, is because they do strike a good chord with this idea of the common good, especially on some economic issues, right? So I think, like, healthcare, I mean, I'm pretty center. I mean, like, my, like, dream for healthcare would be let every state do it differently. Like, literally, like, fund them. Out, out, out the so butt. I think state, the problem we have with rights. But, states' rights, but that's never going to happen because the federal government has to then make sure that all levels are at least, all states are at least providing some sort of level. And then Same once the federal government all gets, people yeah, and then poor. once the federal government gets a little bit involved, then if the question isn't like anymore, if the federal government's going to be involved anymore, and this is one of my crit- criticisms of libertarians, is oftentimes the idea of libertarianism sounds good the problem is just like it in practice in to, action yeah it in practice it's not like actually vi- a viable like strategy because i mean you see for example um like when republicans had the i will say that i believe that the republican party is mostly like libertarian thought at least dominated I, not yeah. in terms of like oh we're gonna like delete the department of education and transportation the, right but if like you're, if you're gonna put the parties together libertarian and republicans generally yeah and like republican like the republican thought process of like oh let's just get out of the way right but on both economic and social issues so you see like the first two years that trump was in office right we had a republican president legislature both houses mandate they'd say a mandate yeah we could have done anything we wanted what did we do we passed tax cuts Mm -hmm. and which is good like i Mm -hmm. i I love tax cuts i think i think i think it's a good thing generally tax cuts yeah yeah um and then we had two whole years, and what else did we do? Nothing. He and had a Van Jones uh, ref- law, law reform. Right, so, like, barely anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Enough to get a Kim K photo but op. Let me, yeah. But let me Enough also get a Kim say K this. Photo like, op. Yeah, but so, like, what did we do to stop what most Republicans are upset about right now, which is... Um, the Supreme Court. They got, they got well, the Supreme Court. But that was, that was mostly uh, just executive in the way it felt. You had to yeah. win. You had to win to get that spot. And that yeah. was a big thing that Trump gave when when is, when yeah. um, Mitch McConnell held it hostage and Wait, Trump which, was going, listen, yeah. here's my list. This is all the people I'll elect. And he did that. Yeah. He kept his list. Shout out to the Federalist Society, which I'm a member of for, That's providing, a, for providing that list. Ken Cuccinelli. You know Ken Cuccinelli? I, ju- I do not know Ken. Are you familiar with Ken? Not really. No. Oh, he's the leader of the Virginia delegation. Virginia? Okay. He threw his, um when, during the national convention for Trump in 2016, he threw his credentials on the ground in protest when they tried to, he ended up signing, he became the director of Homeland Security. He, oh, wow. Okay. It's, it, but he was always, he's feder, he is the poster child for the Federalist Society. And he mm-hmm. comes out, does hard hitting. Yeah. Tough debate guy. He was always someone I kept an eye on, but. Okay, yeah. so yeah, sorry for interrupting there. Oh, you're good. Federalist Society is great an interesting group. great group of guys yeah, yeah. and gals. We need yeah, we want Federalist Society group supporting 
our show. We're going to yeah. need them. If, per- <laughs> if Perkins Coey comes after us from the Democratic end, we are in trouble. We are need- you accepting donations from we- all angles is what you're saying? No, free legal coverage. Just <laughs> keep my free speech here. Free speech, libertarian, First Amendment. That's all we so really can, need. So you can be bought is all I'm hearing. For, no, just free speech pro- <laughs> free speech protection. That's all That's all we're looking for is free speech protection. Any, any pro bono work, you know, it, it'll work. So it doesn't matter where it's coming from as long as it's coming. But but the, the, the concept you're talking about with the libertarians, and yes. I want to get Craig in here on this because Craig's our most diehard no government. <laughs> just we can yeah. men are angels. We can all just no, do I'm our own no thing. Government. Kill I'm not no government. Oh, are you a Rousseauite? Oh, do you like Rousseau? Uh, no, he, I'm just trying. To, I'm talking when I'm going to say libertarian, true like Rand Paul. Right. Well, Rousseau, I mean, just Rousseau is the guy who said Hobbes' life is short. Wait, Hobbes, Hobbes said life is life in nature is short, nasty, brutish, and short. So he <laughs> thought that human nature was evil. Whereas Rousseau started off his passage with, oh, it was um, men are free, but everywhere and in chains. Okay. Because yep, he thought that, was, that men were good, except. That's the kind of stuff we need on the show here. Yeah. I remember that. That was like a while ago that we had those connections. Which is insane because if men were born free, then why are they everywhere in chains? Yep. Yeah. Because they chose to be in chains and so why would we they pick a lane uh, that's, that's a very big philosophical like <laughs> well, that, that's laundry what, we could well, really that, dive well, that, that's why i wanted i wanted to um get craig to weigh in here on because i guess in this context you voted for um what's your name uh joe jorgensen joe jorgensen no I no you, yeah, i forgot you we covered this on the show you didn't yeah I you had the sign up on the outside didn't actually i was supporting the, and the donating and stuff you did yeah no you were full board it's at like, the last second i really was just like i, I didn't want Kamala and <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly where I was. And wisely, uh, wisely. Yeah. It was yeah. just one of those. I was like, I just can't. Risk I was probably it. more Kanye than Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> but I was at the end of the day. I was like, okay, I'm that just gonna go with Trump. Shock me because you're obsessed with Tupac, so it just kind of fits the mold of you. We could have, we could have a Kanye has done a different. Kanye level was right the now. best. Let's let him get his. He yeah. was the best choice, I think. It was. It, it was. I don't know if he helped or hurt. In the long run, of, to Trump, I don't know whether he was a benefit. Like he was, a, he helped them or he hurt them. Not positive. Well, you could just go in and look and see how many people voted for him in each of the states and, like, how many people might have written him in and stuff and see how many – which is one of these interesting things to why – honestly, one of the best ways to help your party win a statewide election – this is a dirty little secret, guys. I'm about to tell you all. uh, Help the third party that is closest to the other party. Yeah, enemy the enemy. Yeah. So, like, the – so in Pennsylvania, the Libertarian Party was on the ticket. The Green Party was not. Nope. So – that's probably a couple thousand votes at least that it's Green thousand. Party people would have thrown away. And that's if the, true. Yeah, and if the Libertarian yeah, candidate wasn't on the... Imagine if it was just Trump That's Federalist Society talk right there. <laughs> that's the Federalist Society. We're running people on both sides of the aisle. Just a little to the left. That's a little to the right. So, hey, guys, I'm Matt Nickel. I'm running as the Green Party <laughs> for well, president in Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> so, what, no, if I'm... Um, I can't believe that. What, what, so, so, do you have any... So, JAG Law, mm-hmm. are, do you have any interest in potentially running for office one day? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be, I do like politics. I mean, I really do. I just, I don't know if like it would be, I don't know how useful you can really be as a politician, if I'm going to be honest. And I know that that, that kind of might be showing a bit of my hand too. Yeah. (laughs) I I think to an extent what I'd like to see at like at least a house of representatives, Senate level is just police work Mm -hmm. is I want someone to go in and just actually like, I don't trust what the news is telling me Fox or CNN. I'd rather know that my representative is going in every day, just trying to help bring transparency mm. to me yeah. i don't really care about their experience it's just tell me what the hell is going on there if i have like something to get like is there any kind of way to get that information that from a local level strategy. well that was what i was going to try and get to you with the libertarians is my big beef with them 
is is that their messaging. Well, you run that we don't want government involved in our lives, but the only ticket you put up is a presidential ticket. But so it's like I don't believe that we should have a strong federal government, but put me in charge of the entire federal <laughs> government, and I will neuter it. And it's that's like, well, the point because <laughs> let's start at a local level. Like, how about you just show me how limited welcome government? To, welcome like to our a, Christmas right, episode. Let me get everybody. a mayor. <laughs> yeah, welcome. To, yeah. Like I was trying to say though, is my solution to like the Obamacare thing with with our health care problem wasn't like they they didn't even attack the real issue. The real issue was that they were throwing people off their insurance who had insurance and then would get sick and then they wouldn't be able to renew. That should have been illegal. If you get sick with the policy, that should have meant you, you're covered for, for your life. But if you didn't have insurance before you got sick, that's one of those situations where I believe you have to say, hey, no, you on. weren't prepared for your, for your future. So uh, one question about that. What about like big and thon at Penn State and everything like yep. danced and everything mm-hmm. what's your thought on you try and get involved because in uh, pre-existing conditions was a big argument before and still is today yeah. about coverage um, children who had like cancer uh, later in life they don't qualify until that passed so yeah that, I but that, that, that's the problem is I like if you're born with it whoever's covering the the child at birth should be covering that expense for the like they're the ones who took on that that coverage so they should be held uh, like to that standard for the the life, the life of that child. But if the insurance was through like your parents' job, that's not, and then their parents lose or leave that job, how would the insurance company be responsible? Well, now? that's also another issue is that we let the insurance world <laughs> become part of yes. the pay plan. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. It should be. In, it should just be <laughs> like getting car insurance. All four of us, as soon as we brought up the insurance, we're like, oh, insurance. <laughs> if they talk about another that's area of law, that's yeah. just a whole a whole separate law. I'm area. really not it's like, pro insurance and in, like. Oh, well, at the end like of the day, all. to well, a true liberal, anything, the government is supposed to be insurance. But well, I, anything, I just anything. think it's wrong that somebody can be dropped yeah. when you've been paying. Yep. And then you get sick, and then you get dropped. Well, yeah. if anything, now, too, like a conglomerate uh, you know of insurance I mean? companies is anti-market. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. It's like a monopoly. You know, if you have a monopoly, that's anti-market. Even though capitalism leads to monopolies mm-hmm. in, in its in its purest form, it is anti-technically what we consider the cap like market economy. Right. Yeah. But as a libertarian, like that's what I believe the role of government is is to protect the citizens. It's not to provide for a citizen. Is in my view. It's insure, to protect insure. the citizens. Insure. No, because right? that's a good way to put I, it. I yeah. think a lot of liberals might view it as they want the government to insure. The citizen, and I think that right. might and be. I a think insurance. In the I don't think insurance. I think a lot of times insurance is. A it's scam. on. It's on your own to take. You insure yourself by your right. actions you take in your daily mm-hmm. life. You take your own insurances. That's something you don't want the government mm-hmm. to say. Well, you need insurance against this, but not that. Yeah. This, this is something that. You, but I want them to, make to, you to have the laws in place and to prosecute when a citizen is mistreated. You know, that's where Thank I you. see okay. the purpose of it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I for some reason I remember this from when I was like little. If you would go to the hospital and you didn't have insurance and they would treat you, they would have to treat you mm-hmm. and you would only have to pay, I think, $10 basically a month, almost for the rest of your life, though. But, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure, like, there was a weird thing. I, I'm pretty sure they've gotten rid of that since. Well, everyone can just get Everyone's always been able to just get treated like that. That's what you're saying. But yeah. now everyone can But, just like, get the payment the thing was a lot different back when we were younger than it is oh, yeah. than it was even before Obama no, too. the like, question do they refuse people though for not being able to pay if you can identify so someone upon might, like you might not be able to qualify for certain treatments that but if would, it's an emergency fact, room you. visit yeah that's different they're gonna they're gonna treat you I they don't, so. they're I not think but, so. but like if you're hope, hope so, semi long care or I like hope so. long term care like let's say you need a week in the hospital and like you're only covered for like two days they can ask you to leave which is like 
a wild I, I actually concept. had a friend just asked to leave the hospital and take their oxygen tank home. Yeah, it, which I is know, a wild like, thing. It's just like, where you, do you draw the line, well, I guess? Well, I mean, the biggest one for me is, you know, mothers getting kicked out after just like a day or two after their child is born. <laughs> I think that's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you, you, you want to know the thing that really gets my gears going, it's like family policy in this country is absolutely backwards and you're, absurd. You're very Democrat on that <clears throat> side, aren't you? Well, see, that's the thing. It's it shouldn't be a Democrat but yeah, issue. But it's a common good issue. I, like that's if yeah, you're a, okay. if you're a mom. Let's get back to the common good. And by, and by yeah. a Democrat, I just meant like right. The Democratic Party like, typically is, is more, more in favor way, of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, it's but yeah, but no. In that in that in that instance, they get weird because they're like anti-family, but they're pro pro common good. It's a, but the common good doesn't include a stable nuclear family. Right. Like, in general, that's not something that they highlight. They try and emphasize the non, the A's, the, a, the, a, atypical. Yeah, the atypical mm-hmm. family. It's like, but the idea of promoting, you know, just, that's that's very, almost Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, <laughs> Candace Owens, too. I'm a big fan of Candace Owens. Like, the way that they both try and bring that family aspect. So how do you, but, okay, that kind of common good, how does that work its way into law? How, how do you... Do you mean in terms of policy, or do you mean in terms of like, like, like what kind of policies do yeah, I think? Yeah, yeah, is this yeah. my is this my campaign speech? Is yes. my my policies? Yeah, we're, right, yeah, we're, yeah we're so talking, just yeah, let you know yeah. this will come up uh, in your twenty thirty eight run. Good, uh, because if anything, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm thinking the numbers should probably be even higher than what I'm gonna say right now. So like, I think you, there should be paid family leave without a doubt, a hundred percent. I think it's absurd. Both that parents, both parents, both parents. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, who I pays mean, for it though? <clears throat> uh, the government, Crazy. because guess what? The, it's a good thing for our country if. There are stable nuclear families, and so that is a cost, kind of like what we said with the healthcare. If you're willing to pay extra ten dollars in cash for your neighbor's healthcare to be taken care of, guess what? I'm okay paying an extra ten dollars, hundred dollars for my neighbor after they have their kid to get ten weeks off to nurture their kid, because science tells us, you know, trust the science always. Um, that the yeah. first, the, that the first, that. yeah, that the that. first, yeah. the first couple weeks, the first couple months are the most important in a child's development, right? Mm-hmm. And you want the mother and the father there as much as they can be. Yep. Now, this doesn't mean that every person has to take that. Um, so, if you have a family where, for example, like the the dad maybe wants to sprint back to work after just like a week or something, that's fine. He but, can. But we're not for mandating him to. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm okay. not for I'm not for I'm not for going that far which is per a, se. No, right? which some a, people could. It's, be. It's, is this paid leaves based on the pay they're making, or is this like a low standard, basic? Uh, different people have like different interpretations of like where that should go, right? Because so, for example, if you have somebody who's really wealthy or like uh, or makes a ton well, like of money, then it would be, you, it'd be unfair for people to determine what a small business owner. Well, exactly. So you well you just so you'd probably take their general like profit revenue uh, something like that. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, yeah. if we wanted to work out all the economics exactly, right? This is the libertarian. Here, Everything. Like, well, tell I, me, wanna, give me directly just, how it's paid. I my problem is I, I just, I have trouble understanding how these things get funded. And okay. it seems to me like our government keeps trying things like this. And we are 30, we are, wait a minute. But Craig, you need to buy into the common good here too. We are 30. Part of this in good faith is understanding that like contributing a little to something that's that, that you I'm also against that doing things everybody. that put us in more into debt. I, I, I would rather me. see the debt number. Well, I see I would too, but so there's definitely cuts. I'm not arguing that there aren't cuts that we can make. I'm just saying that our federal budget is what like several trillion dollars a year and we can't afford to like let parents take a couple that weeks we off. The like other things right, that we exactly. fund. We we sent 10 I'm a, but I'm against all that too. Like yeah, that's well, where like so, I'm so, so, so but, but I just want to put this in good faith. Yeah, to put this in good faith. Like that's we're trying to find this common good that almost everyone Besides hardcore libertarians and extreme communists, <laughs> right. agree that there is some like There's ideally some politics things, yeah. should be able to produce something right. that helps somebody occasionally. Mm. Right. I get that mantra, but which I wanted to get to with um 
whether or not you have to take your family leave. Putting on my yeah. progressive hat, there's a big thing that they say there. It's a lot easier or this would be systematic sexism. Oh, oppression, right? Well, a yeah. male is likely to come back in and to a woman work. is uh -huh. not. So you'd give a male a promotion, assuming that if they had a kid, they wouldn't need a missed time. And if you had a woman, then she's definitely going to miss time. So by not making that male take the time off, that gives him this systematic competitive edge. Well, yeah, it does. But in that case, then it's given mostly because the woman would then choose to stay at home. Yes. Not because not because her job was different than than the husband's job. You know, it's it's yeah. like, it's a hundred percent her choice. It's a hundred percent putting the ball into the court of, of into Bo the court both of families. both into both and into the parents. If it's you're putting, a CEO, you can yeah. you can hire baby. You have can. Plenty of people to help raise your kids. Yeah, well, and people people will know that then going into their jobs, right? Yep. So that could even be something you bring up in negotiations. Like, right. hey, um, you could even, if you want to talk about libertarian contract law, right? Mm -hmm. You're allowed to sign any That's contract like you contract want to. Law. I like contract law. Right? So you could you could theoretically probably, I mean, depending on how you want to word the law, put into the contract like, I know that I have the option to take this paid family leave, but if I have a child over the next five years, I will not take X amount of the paid family leave, and that could be part of your negotiation. Why, why does it need to be paid to force by the government? Why can't the government just say, you know, we're guaranteeing you can take your time off, but maybe the government's not going to pay for it. Maybe, like, in the, the education system, we teach and people how to job. save for the future and be prepared for these kind of situations in their life, rather than the government just being there and keeping everyone always so close Let the to benefit broke, be a competitive you know? future. Let, let that be paid time Because off. I plan on taking a, a month off whenever I have my kid. Yeah. But I'm preparing for that. I'm saving to pre right. for that Well, then the I'm argument is that some people can't always afford to do that, right? And mm -hmm. I think that if... I honestly think that if you look at somebody and go, you're too poor, you can't have a kid, like, that is absurd. No, like, I think the problem or, is or the, just all because the somebody's not good, Or if somebody's not good with um, if somebody's not good with their money, maybe not good to save money financially, that's not a good enough reason to tell somebody they can't have kids, right? And I think another huge misconception, especially when it comes to families, is that people don't want big families. Um, one of the biggest lines that you hear is, oh, well, when people get up to, like, the middle class, they have less kids because they don't want kids. No. The reason why middle class families have less kids is because they want their kids to have higher quality and yet they can only afford for their kids to have that certain and amount i believe of quality. that's because of all these programs our government's doing that's causing our like but if we had to pay less in right. taxes it'd be a lot easier for a woman or or your p partner in general just to be able to stay home you know but this also ties back to how expensive tying it back to healthcare real quick how expensive it is to have a child yeah. is absurd so and the, a common misconception on these welfare programs i think like a kind of a counter to what you were saying is they're, all of a sudden, once you're getting benefits, you just want to keep having more kids because you're getting more welfare or you're getting more benefits. If there's some incentive on single parents, to keep there group. are people doing that. There are there <laughs> the, are people that take advantage of the situation, but exactly. the number. I don't know. Like, yeah. are we if we're going to scale these two together, the amount that but we can benefit? One of, I've had a tenant well, I mean, that told wanna, me he was intentionally doing that. Well, I mean, and if you wanna, <laughs> and if you if you wanted to structure, <laughs> that's true. But you didn't mind running to him. <laughs> uh, I, we ended up kicking him out. Yeah, yeah, go, I don't know. Did you make money off that arrangement? He, yeah, he paid for the place while he was there. Huh. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm doing a full reno on it, so like all the money I made is just being spent to mm -hmm. bring it up to a higher standard. Yeah. With um, this common good, and okay, I think yeah. besides Craig here, I I, I, I can <laughs> I can agree on this paid family leave, especially if we're not forcing it. Yeah. But the forcing it kind of annoys me because that's just if someone wants to work they want to work and if the yeah. mom wants to stay home and she wants to take two years off and he wants to go to work 
if she wants to work for two years, she wants to stay home. Yeah. I don't know if that. I think mom's best raising a kid. I 100% raising, agree with that. Though, that but like a woman that, should be at home raising a kid. I, you should. I just think the problem is we've created a, a an economy where it's too expensive with all the inflation. It's made it difficult. Yeah. All definitely. the taxation. And, and, and we, it's made and we it too difficult for a single. We actively culturally discourage the idea of a man working like a breadwinner and someone and a and home raiser. We kind of say that's not. Shouldn't be well. That's not. That's normal. that's what people today are pushing. Yes, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say historically. Obviously no, not. No, no. Yeah. Oh, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Just of, of now. The, the, the current. Yeah. The current. The, yeah. the current national zeitgeist is that. That that's everybody's equal. Yep, everyone's equal, and we all should. Oh, I'm okay. better than that. So so okay. Now well, let's go there. So okay, we can oh, agree. No, <laughs> we're all Democrats, Republicans agreeing on um, childcare. Or um, at home, that's what childcare. So once we get to universal pre-K, um, oh, the, I don't know if I like childcare though. The common uh, you you free college for two years. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of local teachers unions. I'm much more for yeah, for charter yeah. and private schools. But the, those are common good. The, the free childcare well, thing so would have been on last night's episode. Alex got did. into that. I know. We we got, into and that. it was good because we went so into good. this common so, good. I feel like yeah. I let the podcast cr- down. Cr- cr- the battery cr- issue. Cr- cr- it was good. <laughs> Craig doesn't believe in public education. Alec is all about public a- education. It's infrastructure. And I was trying to explain that the Wait, idea. Wait, as infrastructure? It's a common good. I don't think that we talked about infrastructure enough. It's a common good. It's a. Oh, no, no. We're going to. Matt and I joke about this every time he listens to the podcast. He's like, when I go on there, I'm doing. I was like, just ask about infrastructure. The best part, everything's infrastructure. <laughs> Last night, I opened the episode with, "Do you want to talk about COVID or infrastructure?" And Alec goes, "Infrastructure." I'm like, why do I even ask? <laughs> we spent 50 minutes of just. I, I tuned the... out for a certain point. So because you... Craig and uh, they were going at each yeah. other, and neither one. We still don't know Mansion's actual bill. So we were we were having a well, debate. I, I don't think we over... know because he also canceled. He just said, "I'm not voting for the yes. Bill Black, the BBB." But, but so. then, but then he had a staffer give Biden a little tiny plan. Yeah. Like a little 1.8 BBB. Are, and it's like, are ah. you sure that uh, the government didn't step in and destroy your uh, recorder after talking about infrastructure May- for 50 minutes? It's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That, that's why we need a lawyer. Yeah. That's why we, we, need, we need some... We need, I, I'm here in 24 hours. We need a tech, right. we need a tech specialist. I, I my we need a lawyer. We need someone who understands technology <laughs> and understands the law. Now that That's the two areas that we're missing here. I feel like we're missing a business opportunity between me, uh, me and you. But, tech and uh, law. And then I feel like if we throw uh, our other roommate in on there, you know, we could have... Um, this is him, a team. Him giving out, you know, massages or something. This, yes. this is a counselor. Yeah, he's a physical therapist. Yeah, he's a doctor in physical yeah. therapy. <laughs> Those are the best <laughs> doctors. There we go. That's a real doctor. Should we have a doctor in the group? We have a lawyer. We have a. That's, that's what I'm we, an engineer for the. Even though Greg didn't say it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, all right. Doctor, hold on. We have a lawyer. We have. When I say when I, when, I, when I say tech expert, yeah. When I say tech expert, I mean engineer. Yeah. yeah hold I, on a minute. I, mean I take I take offense to when you said uh, <laughs> that we will have an actual doctor because when I graduate, I'll get you'll a be juris. Actual, I'll be okay, a juris be a doctorate. You'll be oh, a juris doctorate, and so I'm, I have a habit. I'm a Jill Biden doctor. Uh, um, well, that's no, the, I was gonna say no, you're more legitimate than Jill Biden. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the one that he's literally making fun of right now. You're more Rand Paul. You're more like Rand Paul. Like, I'd agree Rand Paul's a doctor. Oh, he's like, mo- he's way more most, of a doctor than me, so. But, but no, most people don't start, once you get into the, the physical therapy realm, you don't, well, you, you go don't always get you go credit. enough schooling, I feel like. I would say so. I'd say chiropractor. I mean, our, doc- roommate, our roommate's been to school I would for say a chiropractor. A chiropractor? I think, it, I, think I agree with chiropractor program. one. A chiropractor, I'd say, is a doctor. I think it's a different kind of practice. Kind of the same thing, yeah. Like, you can say you're a doctor, but then you have to, like, immediately make clear, like, no, I can't tell you if you're sick or not. You make me feel better. You make me feel better. In certain ways. In certain ways. In certain ways. If I got my doctorate in engineering. What's so then? Fauci? 
Would I be? <laughs> of course, I, I trust my chiropractor. Oh, yeah, I definitely trust my chiropractor. So, but if I got my doctor in engineering, would I be considered, which one would I be? Where would you be on no, the No, an engineer. You're not a doctor. There, I do no doctors of education. No, 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 no. Education doctors. We need, not to, get doctor. a, we need to get a hierarchy, like a pyramid Could, of doctorates. And, and in that you know realm, you have like, everything that you, you have right script, now? Whether you can write a script. <laughs> like whether you can write a script. That would be like a line on a prescription. You mean like oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. chiro- like chiropractors. No, chiro- chiropractors can't. Yeah, I don't. Think no, they, they can't. They, no, they can't. can't. That's why I, I I don't. Neither agree can with physical that. therapy. They can. Uh, yeah. They can request yeah. tests, but they can't request. No, they can't. They can't. They no. can't. Uh, there's a psychi- There's You're a flawed. psychologist and psychiatrist. Yeah, I agree. I, Call I'm, your own foul. You I, I'm, lie. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm contradictory. <laughs> I'm contradictory in my feelings towards this. I believe a chiropractor is more of a doctor than Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci can probably prescribe someone Adderall. So technically, by that definition, Fauci would be more of a doctor than the chiropractor. However, Jill, she could do neither. Jill can't make you feel better, and Jill, and Jill can't write you any script. She's a doctor by no understanding of that word. She's a very smart lady who went to school for a long time. Great. Mm-hmm. Not a doctor. Yeah. Not a doctor. That, I just, I just that's the loved, show. I just, <laughs> loved, I just loved how upset people got by that. Yeah. That's the I, thing that, like, because I... Well, I know, and it's was, embarrassing. Was that it's our, yeah. I, just, I just got, why yeah. do I care? Yeah. Why do I care? <laughs> I didn't like in college having to call them doctors. When we were going to, when we were going in and this guy, like, can't even understand probability and he's teaching the class and I have to call him Dr. TC, I can only have so much respect for these people. So you don't have faith in, did you go to a public school or a public, um, public secondary? I, I went to a public higher, higher, pu- public high school okay. and I went to St. Vincent, a okay. private religious gotcha. uh, okay. college. So, I so, you're dis- so you're distant on both public and private, right? Both. both. I'm going at all education. <laughs> Earlier, I don't know how, how far back you listened to our episodes. A couple of times I would say that teacher, the teachers unions are filled of rapist murderers and <laughs> some of them are good people. <laughs> this, this, was the, this was the peak of the lockdowns when, the, when Randy Wine Gardner wasn't letting anyone go back to school. It's like, why are we sending our kids there? Is yep. this really a common good? Can we all agree that at the end of the day, they're well, not teaching them anything? It's babysitting. We've well, officially we want to talk derailed Greg. That, yeah, that's yeah. That, no, that's why I wanted. I wanted to transition we to transition education. Education as a common good. Yeah. Where do we? So wait, well, how do we involve the government? So here's the thing, right? And this is, I would say, education is definitely a common good, but it's how do you promote the best education, yes. right? Yes. And honestly, there's also the argument that even like public education can be a a very good thing if it's run by the right people, right? Yes. I yes. think I think good that's, teachers exactly. Good yeah. teachers. I think I think that's part of the problem is that um, right now there's this just huge debate between public and private, and I uh, I don't know like as of right now, if I had kids, I'd probably send them to like a private uh, private school. I um, but I. I don't know if I, w- I like want to encourage so many people to just abandon wholesale the public education system, mostly because then that leaves the public education system in the hands of you know crazies. And it already is. Well, yeah, and if we're gonna be honest, <laughs> like not like if we're gonna be honest, and this might also tip my hat a bit, uh, hand a, a little bit, like what is it like? And if anything, COVID, this whole pandemic. And, and, your, and your favorite, Mr. Fauci, has shown us all this. Good. Like, Ma- yeah, thank you. Mr. Ma- Fauci. <laughs> Mr. Fauci. Not doctor. Mr. Mr. Very, pol- very political uh, campaign. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 right there. Nice side. Nice side. But, but let's be honest. Nice like side. 50 to 75% of people just want to sit there and be told what to do, and they'll just go along with it. Like most. That people, is so strange to me and hard for me to wrap my head around it that yeah. people do just want to be told. Yeah, like, people, to like, like we, like, and this is one of the big, like, 
issues, not issues, but like one of the big central tenets of like enlightenment philosophical thought is that, you know, everybody is an individual and wants to think for themselves and yes. wants to do critical thinking. Like, that's not true. Most people just want to. It's a, that's a libertarian fallacy. That yeah. I, like, I, yeah. Most, a lot of times I think that's it. So most most people, people are NPCs. Most people. What, what's that? <laughs> They're NPCs. What's that? The majority of people. What's an NPC? Like a non-playable character in a video game. Honestly, yeah, pretty They're much. Just reading scripts. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's actually a great way to put nice. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's not like trying to like diss on people no. or anything. Like I get it, right? Like it's great to be able to just like order food on DoorDash, sit down and watch Netflix, and like have unlimited access to pretty much whatever you want. Making like decisions the, is stressful, yeah. especially in parenting. Yeah. That, exactly. That's where a lot of times each each decision you have, it's yeah. bad. Ones you're trying to pick the lesser of two evils. Right. And this annoying. and this is the thing with kids too, right? Like kids especially will also just most of the time absorb what they're taught and. Mm -hmm just go along with it right so if like if you truly want to better the education system you should probably find out a way to change the public education system rather than just like taking your few people that you know out of the public system because then if you do that yeah sure you're <coughs> excuse me you're like your kids will be fine and maybe your friends kids will be fine but guess what in 20 years they're gonna have to interact with all those crazy public school kids who were taught all these crazy the majority public school stuff. and yeah. they're, they're gonna have to work with them they're gonna be employed exactly. by them they're exactly gonna, they're gonna have to sell to them they're your customers these yeah. are the people you have to interact with them in, in the market and in the world and nope. so you can't just give up on it i think but so, so ryan's, big, ra ryan's raising his hand well i just figured sorry i was just kind of better than talking over it's better than talking over so Going on that, I think a lot of it, <laughs> especially like the public schooling now, comes down to federal funding or state funding per school. I don't. Do you guys remember PSSAs? I think they call them mm -hmm. Keystones yeah. or some shit yeah. now. Um, I remember if you didn't score at least a seventy in a certain category, Greensburg made you go back and do like a um, week or two tutoring after school for like an hour every day or every other day, mm -hmm. and then you had to retake that section of the test during school hours. Like when they had the, like the test two weeks later, and you had to get it like at least a seventy, which is like proficient or something like that. Um, like Greensburg did that, but like I don't think Hemfield made you retake them. You just did it, and like that was a score. But Greensburg made you retake them so they would get that funding because you're doing better as a whole and you're teaching better. So like the state basically controlled what you were trying to learn. Do you I used this? to sit there and just randomly pick the answers. Without <laughs> the well, well, wait, wait. To preface, I'm that, not joking. Wait, 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 I'm wait, not joking. Wait, that's, that's what, what I did. did. Do you guys? This is a side story. You just get through that being yeah. just as accurate is probably half of the class. Just randomly. No, I didn't do that bad. Did you even try have to and roll out? Things. Did you even go like, well, I know it's not D. Wait. It's going to be A, B, and C, or you just went through and. Well, I would make sure, like, in the section, it was a one. Because if it was true or false question, I couldn't be hit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I mean, I might. Wait, to preface what Craig just said, the reason me and him became, like, somewhat good friends wasn't, like, you know, like Saturday bullying and everything. It was because he was in my he seventh was, grade yeah. math class when he was in eighth grade <laughs> for three weeks. And then he goes, somebody said something about seventh grade, like, uh, like assembly. And he goes, I'm in eighth grade. And the teacher was like, what? <laughs> and then he got removed from our class. It's like, oh, cool. I lost my friend that I sat next to. I got to start fresh, though, in a new class. But, that, <laughs> but And now, mind you, despite not caring about public education at all, you want your own business now? Yeah, I mean, you're doing just fine. Yeah, no, I was, never even you're took, doing like, just fine. Yeah. I never took like, the SAT. It was like algebra either. one. Like it wasn't really that big of a deal, but yeah. it was just hilarious. That's how me and him became pretty good friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, most of the school like subjects taught in public education is also kind of garbage too. And it's that, not helpful. It doesn't count so, for anything. Yeah. Like it doesn't teach anything. Nobody knows how to do taxes or how the stock market I've done works my taxes when they graduate. Just a civics you. class. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> turbo tax is a great feature. But it was just to have a civics class. I have one W two. It wasn't hard. Are they sponsoring your campaign? 
I mean, mm, if they want to, I, I accept donations. <laughs> I get, I am confused about that because I feel like high school, you're kind of at the point, at least maybe 11th and 12th grade, where they should be teaching you how to manage yourself out in the world. I agree. Like how yep. to, like they should be running you through how to pay bills, you know, yep. how to plan for your future, make, set up all that kind of stuff. Does does that fall back on the parents though? Because like when I oh yes, it's definitely a lot on parents. So then, so then you should they're just you trusting the school, school system. But my opinion is. Watch out! You're, you're well, going, not in my opinion. Who, who is it? McAfee? McAfee? That says the parents. McAfee? No, Macaulay. <laughs> oh. Macaulay's down in Virginia. The governor that bombed. Oh, uh, so parents Terry, yeah. have no right well, having no. a say over their kids' <laughs> no, education. I think what? Like when I was 14, I started working for my for yeah. Ernie had, and uh, you know I got my W two. My dad had like made me file, you know, by myself. But like he he like sat there, and we're like, I just did it on TurboTax. It's free because I was under 18 or like college student. Like it's. No, but, like it's a very step-by-step process like you fill it out like because i don't i didn't at the time but he showed you, know. you how to do it so you're TurboTax actually does it like basically for it you you don't really have to do yeah. you just have to right. more or less like just click a it's like hey does much. this box match this number it's like oh yes it no. does yeah. i just use an accountant <laughs> but but like i don't i didn't have i only had one w2 for like a summer job almost so it was like what, what was the, i wasn't gonna pay an accountant for that because i was yeah, getting yeah, like right two hundred dollars right. back or right. like yeah. something you know but um, like so, but my dad made sure like I at least knew it enough to where I could do it. So like the next year, it was just like I've done it every year since. I've never paid for my taxes to get done. Like I've always done my taxes. Never IRS. If you're listening to this, I hope uh, I didn't fuck anything up. But I've never gotten anything like oh you didn't do something. Mindy right. Ryan, I've, I introduced you as our tech expert, and you're explaining to us how Turbo taxes. Yeah, how you do Turbo taxes. Kind of thought you'd do something more advanced. Uh, they need some way to cheat the system. No, yeah. Uh, After all these years, like some way. Uh, yeah, I work would. That'd smarter, be not Come on, Ryan. Where are you? I'm trying to figure uh, out some way. Like smarter, not harder, my you're guy. You're wandering <laughs> the money in bitcoins, and then you're sending it off to like Puerto Rico. Oh, uh, Switzerland. No, you just turbo yeah, tax it. You just turbo tax it. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, like that. There, and then there's gonna be people that are like, oh, well, they don't give you your best. It's like, dude, I was like a 14 year old high school student, like. I'm cool with getting 250 back. I think that like that was cool. <laughs> but, but that's something that should be taught to people in high school is they don't understand that like the tax return isn't like that was money you already made, yeah. so you didn't have to pay it to the government. A lot of people don't understand. But, that. but yeah, the they think it's just like a government check. Yeah. The problem not. is it's almost like the government institution way of yes making money off yourself and you don't get it in return. But it's almost like a helpful way for people to save. Because you don't expect it back, and you're like, "Oh, I got my tax return back." You like, think people save that, or do you think people no? They go buy they a new definitely blow it. No, the they definitely blow it. But what I'm saying is like, yeah. it's one of those like extra income once a year that like you're like, "Oh, cool!" Like something to look forward to. It's almost like you're putting it into a savings account, and they're just telling you when you can. I think are, you, are you arguing for yearly no. stimmy checks? I think or? it was a trick the government are created. Are you? Uh oh. Are you? Uh oh. We could go there. We could UBI? go there. We could do that. A UBI, yeah, yeah. We kind of do it already with for it's, child it's, tax credits. I think the tax, the way they do the taxes now where you pay out of your paychecks was created by the government so that you won't feel the impact of how much you're actually paying taxes every right, year. It does have that. Because you're paying like a smaller amount, which is the same thing I do with investing. I pay, you know, I invest weekly, so it feels like it doesn't hurt as much as paying once a month, right? Yeah. I think they did it in reverse with the taxes, so you don't feel the you don't realize how much you're actually paying. Because if everyone had to write that check at the end of the year, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the voting would go differently. I, I actually, I, agree, I completely you know? agree with yeah. that, yeah. 
Yeah. That, that's an interest. I wonder if there's a way that you could but, do that so that the taxpayers this know exactly the, this is how much of your money is going towards the common good. But this is going now. Back are you look? <laughs> are you looking at that as our which common good are we going at here? Like where well, is the? Well, well, then they might then they might actually though. be in favor of cutting things. Uh, yeah, oh, gosh. It, might, it might be my look. Oh my! So, so if I don't what? pay for that, little Jimmy's not going to take five arts well, classes in fourth grade <laughs> about <laughs> ethics. It's like okay. Well, this this kind of ties back to the um, like. So like let's say like oh the ten dollars help your neighbor, yeah. let's say that's like ten bucks a month or whatever. That's that's one hundred and twenty dollars a year. So but it's only five dollars. Stop the spread. It's five dollars extra a paycheck. I spend five dollars on dumber shit every single paycheck. But like it goes to like, where does it end? Is always like the next rebuttal. Of, or where's it really going? Like the homeless issue that oh, Rogan brings up on his podcast all the time. I think government spending is an absolute joke. Don't get me wrong. Like right. I'm I'm on this side of that. Like yeah. I, I I was gonna ask. Like, that, that's you, my problem you, with you, even you, giving the government the chance to handle no, my yeah, money. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't because well, it mostly turns into bureaucracy. What's your just, what's yeah. your formal stance here on Ryan? What's your formal stance here on educate? Like because you, you just made an argument that pu- when public education is done right, it's good, and. It's it's Man, just like you, mechan- yeah. it's a lot of mechanical engineering to me. It's like in theory you can do anything. Okay. In theory, everything. Okay. It's so just like trickle down economics. How do we trickle down economics? In theory, is a great idea, but actually doing it is completely different and basically not obtainable well, because there's too many variables in it. This is where my I, I like this discussion because it has to do with libertarianism. Is it, are you familiar with Charles Krauthammer? Ooh, the name sounds very familiar. He was a commentator on Fox. Okay. He'd be, I think he'd be your exact style of conservative, like old school. Trump would make fun of him in 2016 as not being able to move. He got paralyzed at 30 in a diving accident and was not able to move from the waist down. And I didn't know that till after he had died. I'd always just seen him on Fox. He just stayed I'm still. I'm shocked Trump he, made a comment about that. It was never picked up because no one knew. He hit it. I didn't it. know he said he that. He hit it. He had a, he's a really good article. I thought everyone knew that he said that. He, no. he did this. He, no, no, that, no, no, that no, was no, the no, Mexican no, guy. Oh. He, he would do this still thing where he'd turn left and he'd turn right like he couldn't move his shoulders and go, oh, the pundits stay, blah, blah, blah. And Krauthammer had a very kind of old school political... Mm. He, he was is a psychiatrist that was started a Democrat, switched to Republican. Really, a, a really great guy, but he didn't want anyone to know he was handicapped because he didn't want people to feel bad for him. Right. And he thought that if FDR would have been around now, that he would have never been as successful because people wouldn't have let him hide. Like when when he was given when he was president, most Americans didn't know that he had yeah. suffered from polio. Yeah. And he for him it was important that they didn't view him as a victim. Mm. That he wasn't viewed as someone that's, oh, he's only gotten this because people feel bad for him. No, he earned it. And he made a point of not giving people that opportunity. Where I was going with Krauthammer goes, he was heavy to criticize conservatives for fleeing the public education system. He said the biggest flaw we made in the 80s was all of a sudden we decided they're all a bunch of liberals. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to work with them. I'm just not going to do public school. Mm -hmm. They're teaching them reading, writing, and arithmetic. What? How far could that go? Well, <laughs> here we are 40 years later. Teachers unions are dominated by the Democrats. Teachers are 90 percent overwhelmed. Public schools overwhelmingly yep. liberal with they're being taught in college. Well, it's the same with, uh, yeah, I was going to say universities and Hollywood and mostly media. Uh, like, instead of straight like, through yeah. clean sweep yep. sports, country yep. music. Don't look now, but country's almost gone full liberal. Is it, oh, well, are you talking well, liberal honest, number one or be, number two? OK, enough with your number one. This might be this might be where we have. We're trying to find where we make this distinction. Again. We might oh, have to, my gosh. <laughs> no, with with that this culture war is is how if, if the Republicans there's two options they have right now. Mm-hmm. Either battle or flee. Right. Republic 
And so the thing is, do you stay and try and fight on Twitter, or do you go to Gap? Join the school board. Right? Or, or do you yeah, or join, the, join, the join the school board? board? Or do you put your kid in a private school and then, like, join that school Vote board with instead? your money? Yeah. So, I mean, well, honestly, I mean, in that case, the best scenario would be to run for the public school board because you legally are allowed to as long as you physically live there I'd and like, then send your kid to the private school. That's another dirty trick. That, but, uh, you, welcome to California. <laughs> welcome to California. There's a picture of every single that politician doing that. That around here. Well, I mean, most, most like... I wouldn't be surprised Fetterman if like he pretended to be from Braddock and all of a sudden his kids are going to some prep school. I'm he, saying he like upsets even, me. I'm, I'm, I'm saying more, I, I'm big anti Fetterman. I consider throwing people. my hat in the race until laws came in. I feel a little more confident. <laughs> Some, somebody had to. Somebody, somebody had to. Had to. So, somebody had, I'm, a, I'm as much a doctor and a lawyer as any one of these two we got. Uh, we I got, was gonna say, are you are you comfortable with that doctor? I was, I was gonna take <laughs> if I wanted to take pot shots at Oz, Doctor Phil, these TV doctors, I'd lump him in. Fauci, Phil, Oz, put them all three in the same. These guys that are paid to go on Can, TV and tell me what's wait, best for me. How much money do you think we could make if those three debated about anything on stage? Oh man, I. I think Oz, Battle of the Doctors? I, I, this, this is why I might be voting for Oz, is I think he'd clock him. I think if you put Fauci against somebody, he only has to face seven minutes of questioning from Rand Paul. And half of it, he can just slow talk mm. and take insult to and say, I am the science. But he never has to do an interview every, or go with anybody. <laughs> like He just generally can get away with saying whatever he wants without every, being questioned. Every time I see Rand Paul interview him, though, um, I don't know if I'm just seeing like there. clips of the same thing. No, it's it, just you always the same questions, though. It's like he keeps fighting on the meanings of words. Yeah. It keeps being it's, it's like Rand Paul will read the, the definition of gain and function. He go, well, when I wrote that, that's not what I meant. And it's like, well, you're the doctor in charge of predicting. How many times can you say I predict this would happen? It doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Then you change the definition of your own made up words. Yep. To under, that's what we're getting with vaccinated. Well, yeah, right I, was, I was gonna say. I remember listening to or... the. I listened to your guys' other podcast when you talked about that. How is vaccine getting your vaccine shot, uh, or your, your two yeah. shots, or is it getting your vaccine shots plus your boost? Now, is it after this year? Is it going to be every year you get your boost? Like, is it going to be a flu shot kind of thing? Like Omicron. Yeah, they're, and, they're making well, a special. Well, one well actually, if you see this, this is a common theme among a lot of like social issues too. Especially, I mean, I don't know if you guys want to dive into. The, this like very dangerous territory. We but, dive like, everywhere. The, the, um, the, the vaccines. We are looking to be canceled. The LGBTQTXYZ. <laughs> uh, the swimmer. Yeah, the alphabet, the alphabet soup. The, alpha, the alphabet soup uh, group. How like so many times like just words are changed, definitions are changed, rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. yeah, yeah. It's insanity. Yeah, it's insanity. And and that Dutch Jordan I, uh, Jordan Peterson. I'm also a big fan of. He's one yeah. of the pioneers in that kind of battling. Right now, we haven't addressed this story yet, and we haven't really had a sports crowd, but we don't always weigh into this, especially swimming. Yeah. UPenn, there is a guy oh, that started I saw the getting... Video. Yeah. He's, he would be beating every women's Olympic records right now. He's currently crushing every female college. I think he, it's UPenn. Mm -hmm. He was like a, a top maybe 20, 25 guy swimmer. He got one year of hormone treatments of, I believe, estrogen. I'm not sure exactly how that works. But now he's able to compete as a senior in college Olympics, and he's crushing it. I've not seen Well, this. you know what they say. Guys are better than girls at everything, including <laughs> now being girls. So. <laughs> it's it. It's it. And now what's going to stop? And that's that was, what, that was well, a joke, Ryan, just no. to be uh, completely completely clear. <laughs> Who's who? That, that will get clipped for his campaign run. <laughs> no, because you can't. It, it, what you identify as. Right now, What's if, if this guy can identify to be a girl, I can identify as immunized. Is vaccinated. Well, yeah. So ben as, like as Rogers great, did. Rogers yeah. did a funny his funny oh, little yeah. use of the word. He Fauci did. Yeah. Well, That's Ben Shapiro has a great has a great bit on this where a college girl asks him like a bunch of transgender questions and he goes, "Okay, well, why can't you identify as like seventy and start receiving social security checks? Yeah. And why can't Warren why can't identify you? as like, an Indian? 
Yeah, why can't she's she? a Native American. Yeah, so are you a fan of Ben or no? Oh, I like I like most of what Ben says. I think mm-hmm. some of his libertarian tendencies are a little too libertarian for me. Mm-hmm. I'm more of like a, I like Michael Knowles a lot. I really like Matt Walsh too. Mm-hmm. Matt Walsh he he goes oh, he good. he throws a lot of stuff at the wall to like kind of um, <clears throat> not be extreme, but you know like make fun of the other side almost, but. I like him a lot too. I, I'd love to debate Shapiro on j- almost anything. Just play devil's advocate. I just right. like like <laughs> just the, way, the way he goes at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just to keep the firing squad going. The one thing I do enjoy about Ben Shapiro though is there's times that he doesn't ever answer a certain question that was asked. He'll just talk really fast, use a big <laughs> yeah, word, and he then, does, but he repeats does, himself, he and goes in a circle three times, and you're sitting there like, yeah, yeah. I get it. And yeah. then you're like, then yeah. afterwards you're like, what the fuck did I just listen? Well, all, to? That's all you got to do, man. It's it's an argument from authority. Yeah. You just got to throw big words and big names, and but wait, they agree. I have with the me, best so. words. <laughs> that that's what's tough is is. However, at that same note, you people write you off just because of that kind of shtick. Mm-hmm. Is he does yeah. Tucker Carlson has an interesting like a. <laughs> Like he's racist, and it's just one of those. Just, even if you agree with him, the whole statement he does that. And it's like, oh god, did you really have to throw that like yeah. quick, like ha, like laughing at Wait, your own joke? Are, isn't this? You're the same person when we were growing up. You hated sitcoms with the fake audience Fast, laugh. Right? I hate it. I hate it. I you, know it's I hate that. And now I'm not laughing. Get it's real so people annoying. laughing. But I would, yeah. I would be like, dude, you need to watch the show. And he was like. The show was good. I couldn't. He's like, I got distracted by the audience in the back. That's fake. That's just like, don't tell me when to laugh. Don't tell me when to laugh. I will laugh. If it's funny, well, I will laugh. Because most of it's not really funny. I don't really need cue. I don't need cue. That's exactly. That's why I don't like these shows. If you yeah, need to cue someone to laugh, yeah, but nobody you was, have a problem. It's like, it's like Jeb Bush. It's like Jeb Bush. Please clap. Please clap. Please clap. Yeah. Please clap. <laughs> Jeb, exclamation point. Hey, hey but nobody Jeb. wants to be the first to laugh, so that's why they do it. <laughs> What? Nobody wants to be the first in a room to do most things. Just like laugh. You don't People... want to be the only one to laugh. So they. Okay. They, yeah. I guess in that sense, I will laugh if I think something's funny. I don't give a. <laughs> yeah. Crap. I don't. Who I don't know if I've ever <laughs> held back a laugh because I was like, well, this person might. Not I think the heart of me joking, laughing at this. I guess that's a lot about cancel thing. I don't really care if it's not Craig, funny. Craig will, it's, it's not funny. Don't laugh and Craig, move on. Craig will only be held back in math classes. No. <laughs> only math. Yeah. <laughs> only, only for four weeks. That was it's only because they made him. It's only because they made him. You don't know how funny that like those three weeks were when like. You're just the new kid, and like you know, he sat next to me. So like, we being talk the new the kid in that school though was probably one some of the m- most fun I've ever had. Really? Yeah, because it was different because um, Greensburg I was a new was very face. Welcoming, kind of. And all the girls wanted to know who I was. Yes, they were yeah. all into me nice. because I was the new face. It I lasted Craig, like for he two had years. High school game. Craig did have high school game, but like it, it lasted for like the the real intense, like every girl wanting to like. Know me and that's, shit. That's it was like a two-year thing. You want to pick up chicks? Just don't worry. Switching about schools doing math. isn't so bad. Switch just going with confidence. Okay. <laughs> Actually, go yeah, go into a class. Well, the beneath, other thing that helped me too though was I was an it. AE. Okay. Yeah. Being an AE, I was one of the bad kids. Those are all the kids in juvie and shit. But but he was an AE because they didn't have classes formed that transferred over. <laughs> no no no. That's oh, not I why. thought that's why. No, I got in trouble so much in Hempfield. Oh, I didn't know that. I started snowball fights on the school bus and stuff, like taking like my lunchbox full of snow instead of food. Things like that in school. Like, what was it like? I had so many detentions. a lot more scandalous. I had so many detentions by the end of the school year that I couldn't get them all in. And my parents were going through a divorce at the time. And I would use that as an excuse to talk Mr. Lochner. Oldest child, too. Yeah, Mr. Talk Lochner. Mr. Lochner into Herald. letting me skip detentions. Harold. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got out of a math quiz because of that exact thing. But you also looked at the math quiz and goes, 
I definitely took this before. And I think that started the whole conversation. Yeah, like, everything we were learning in that <laughs> class, I already did. He's like, I already did this. Like, here's the answer. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I already have it. But like, <laughs> and you know what? He had confidence and he <laughs> crushed the class <laughs> of all the girls. They probably thought still, he was so still smart. Still kicking Play still down. Kicking the best part is Play our down. teachers. I, Play down. I knew the real story. Well, you know, they our, say teachers, yourself, so. our teachers didn't say anything. So our math teacher was like, Oh yeah, he was just like so smart that he got like upgraded. So then they probably all thought Craig was smart. I'm sitting there dying in the back of the class because I know him and I know what actually happened. They were just dumb and placed him in the wrong classroom. Yeah, and I just didn't say that. Because I, just I always asked him, I was like, "Do you not have these two teachers?" This is how I figured out. Like, what do I, I would ask him about teachers, and he's like, "I have no idea who that is." It's like it's our seventh grade like English teacher. I think- like, but remember, the only one, the only English teacher we have is this guy. How do you not have him? I- I think this story might have been my introduction to Craig. I think, I think it was like, yeah, you, are you yeah. trying to explain to me that this is my Because I joined your guy's like bowling team. Yeah, he's like <laughs> in fifth grade classes, team. but he isn't dumb. He's smart. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> he just doesn't give two shits <laughs> no, when he walks into that no, school building. No. Public <laughs> education at its finest. Right. Really, though. Really, though. Oh, I wow. used to get in so much trouble that I was in a si- some sort of science class. What was that lady's name? Mrs. Um, you. Uh, Oh, uh, in the corner, back corner, like, no, that was, that was seventh grade, I think. No. Who was the, I can't remember my teacher. Back in the left corner by the tech room. I I never paid attention. My little sister there goes into the class and when she seen the name said to my sister, like, you better not be like your brother. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you had two. It was just you and, well, how was Colin as a student? Colin went to Hemfield. So he never had my teachers. Kira had my teachers. That teacher... Took me out because yeah, she she dodged a bullet. I got in so much trouble. I got sent cheap shots at his sister yesterday on like TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's TikTok. He wanted wanted to put his mom on the spot. Uh, Yeah, account for like your daughter's dancing around on TikTok. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) That would have been good quality. These are all grown adults. Everybody they can all drink alcohol by now. But the whole reason I moved out of the house is because girls couldn't sleep over. Okay. Now my sister's naked in the living room on TikTok with her boyfriend. <laughs> like the She's not naked, you, but oh why are you looking at your naked oh sister? I, I love she the absolute no context Snapchat. to this for just for like random guys. She's looking at his naked no sister con- on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> she posted West on Virginia. Snapchat just wearing wrapping paper, her and her boyfriend. Like a video of them <laughs> dancing in their li- in my mom's living room. <laughs> That's what the best part is. <laughs> Craig, do you, en- do you enjoy stepsister porn? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I wanted to call my mom <laughs> on the episode and confront her about... I just wanted to ask her reactions to seeing that and then ask her why her parenting style has changed so much. <laughs> hey, guys, do you remember when this was going to be our 30-minute Christmas episode? <laughs> Introduction episode to the team. Yeah. I hope we're getting to know everybody. Don't worry. We will get to <laughs> Christmas eventually. <laughs> yes. uh, no, it's canceled according to Greg on his calendar. Severe illness and Are we running just one full we're episode move, or are we going to do We're going to move episodes? Christmas into the intro to the next one. Are we sure. just gonna and we're going to finish this out here as like talking about just trying to get so you ready to take an intermission. I, I think we've hit almost every subject here. So if you guys want to talk about, oh, I mean, if you have another subject, we can talk about. Do you have something specific? Well, we can take a break. Well, now I would just say that like the only, I would just, for, for viewers out there. For viewers out there, uh, if you're interested, I would say definitely look up uh, the country of Hungary in Europe. Look up their family policies. Some of them are pretty electric. Like if you get married, they give you I think it's like a eighty thousand dollar loan. And if oh. you have and if you have four kids by the time like within ten years, it's completely like you don't have to pay any of it back. Oh, incredible. So it's to encourage both marriage and like couples to stay together because as we've talked about the common good, nuclear families More statistically. Wait, statistically what did, are good. did you say? 
if they stay together for a certain amount of time? If they stay together and have four kids within like, I think it's like 10 or 12 years or something like that. That's it. And I'd like I can that see the benefits of that and I can understand yeah. why they do it. I'm just not in favor of it because I just don't. But, but now, Craig, right. if you look. But those are the kind of debates that like we should be having rather right. than, oh, like instead blanket of, checks in, and stuff. Instead of yeah. insuring someone when they fail, give them a cash incentive to accomplish something exactly. good. If we're agreeing mm-hmm. that this accomplishment of having four kids and staying together in 10 years is something that will be better for everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah. This house will be a better household. Well, you don't. And statistically, it, well, right it now, is. Our, it is. our country yeah. kind of incentivizes the single family household. Exactly. That, which yes. is one of the problems. Problems yeah. with it, yeah. And, and and what's tough is is the party doing that also claims this common good, right. which I've been trying to tease out this episode here, so we can get to, because I, I, I agree with you. I want to say there. I don't think I don't know if Craig would agree. Would you agree? Would you agree yet that there is a common? Uh, I would say a true libertarian. I think there is does a not common necessarily good. believe. Yeah. Like, well, I think I you think, kind I, of said that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like the the idea would be like hardcore libertarian. Like a hardcore libertarian would be that just the common good of the country is everybody leave everybody pursuing alone. their own good. Yeah. Allow everyone the ability to pursue right. their own good. But then, of course, if you want to get philosophical and maybe a little theological too, we could say, well, we're all fallen people. So how on earth, are with like on our completely on our own, are we going to be able to figure out what the common good is by ourselves? But that is a whole nother no. can of worms that we do not have to go down right now. I, I, I think we can touch that. We can touch upon it. It's it's one of those. I'm not sure. I, I took. I was a philosophy minor. Oh, and so I. Nice. A, a lot of this stuff is where that's kind of my. I was taking. I was trying to be a, going to law school, mm. so I was focusing in a politics major. Yeah. But the philosophy was I was doing on the side. It was interesting trying to work them together. Mm-hmm. That where you were. I was wanting to bring up critical race theory as something possible Ooh. to discuss, discuss too. It's when do you teach people what. That's true too. Yeah. What is like like that's that was where I was like, with the education is, is at what level I think it is important to understand the nuances of slavery. Oh, definitely. In yeah. our founding fathers, and if you are, if you are a black person and you're going to um you're in, you're in law school and you're trying to understand the Constitution, there you're going to have a slight issue with everyone that wrote this as saying all people are created equal, but that doctrine that we made doesn't ensure it's that where they have to under they have to look at it outside of what our understanding of like society is today it was a different time Which is different very, thought process and it, what it was age? actually advanced for what our founder founding fathers did because a lot of them founding freed fathers their slaves were, yeah, didn't no. they Some yeah like usually washington on their deathbed did. most yeah, of them did washington. washington's was controversial because his wife's slaves weren't freed no, well, but they that, were freed upon that, her death, though. At no, least. they went to the kids. Are you sure? Yeah, her her children inherited them, so they all got split up, and it also split up. So a lot of George Washington slaves chose to stay slaves because they were in real families. You got to well, well, you got to be careful in that there were some that like they got split up whenever whoa, the kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. In, in, yeah. Je- in Jefferson's instance is where you had he actually had kids with one of his slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was actually yeah. safer to know that the slave was being your son. Was being treated in the with working for the family, right? As opposed to free in a state when they were doing the slave trade or when they're gra- the fugitive slave law. Yeah. Where like if you let's say you did want to free like your slave and you sent them to Pennsylvania, but you thought they wouldn't get caught. You, there could be an instance where there was a better scenario, keeping your. Yeah, but no. Yeah, being very, well, this, once, this is very. Well, once, this is very tricky to talk the, about. Once the like Fugitive a, Slave Act was passed, it was pretty much like if you were an African American, even if you were free, e- in even this in country, a free state, was, even was, up north, you could be grabbed by never, Southerners you're on almost vacation. Never safe. No, yeah, you're no. almost never safe. And how do you prove that I, I, well, I'm not that person? Especially property. back then when you didn't have paperwork and you know big. Well, there were free black like that. Like there were free people of color. No, there yeah, was, I, there I, were slave I, owners the, also. Yeah, there was, but but when we're talking about a lot of times that more racist people on on the conservative end like to try and say slaves had it better 
than they did. And in, in some instances, that may have been true. In all, in general, what the statement should be is even if you were a free black person in the north mm. you still didn't have it very good because the slave oh, yeah, owners could yeah, just yeah, come yeah, back yeah. up right. and if they did yeah. take you if they did grab you if you were out at night if you were so you weren't exactly able to participate and you in still weren't the american properly. dream yeah definitely. and yes yeah. so that but that you can see how this but conversation at what age we are all it's we got five five sixths of a lawyer i specifically i have my college degree you have your you're own asking business, what age you start teaching this yeah because what, i actually really do remember a scenario when i went to hempfield in elementary school where one of my stu- one of my uh, classmates was a like the only black kid because Hemphill. Yes, yeah. Right? We, we, and we he had, five, five he percent, really struggled class. when we started. I think it was fourth or fifth grade. Fifth grade is when, when we we're did. learning about the like Boston Tea Party and stuff. He Not like and when they started talking about the slaves, like he couldn't handle it. And it's all because you got to. It's very awkward. You're in a room. With everyone's a bunch of looking at you. Yeah, yeah. And you know? but not that they own not you. Not owned you, but you like, stand I'm, out. Everyone's looking at you. Uh-huh. You know that. Oh, this is about my people. And when I say mm-hmm. my people, I'm the only one. And it's like right. No one's like an outcast yeah, in that situation. So and, and that and that it's these complicated things that you could see how a parent. Let's say if you're a biracial couple. And your sixth grader is coming home, going, "Well, daddy oppressed mommy," or vice versa. What does that mean? Hold on, we gotta get it. We gotta start discussing on how oppression worked and who had it when. It's like it, that, that. That's a very. Di- that's a very difficult. That is a good point. I, I feel like that's the one area they bar philosophy. Nietzsche. You can't teach Nietzsche in high school because of a school shooting in the 1960s. I feel like that's where a, a, school, a mass. Wait, 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 wait. What? There was in the 1960s. There was. Um, I, I don't know if it was a shooting or a stabbing, but a student attacked another student under okay. the grounds of God is dead, hardcore Nietzsche. Oh. Cited cited Nietzsche as his inspiration for doing it. Mm-hmm. The courts decided we, we can't sue Nietzsche, we can't ban Nietzsche. We can make it so you can't teach it in high school because there's no reason to introduce God is dead to a 16 year old that's going through a breakup. Yeah, that you have when you're that young that you can't quite grasp that the meaning Nietzsche of life is nothing. But instead, yeah. since but instead since then we've just removed God from every aspect yes. of the public square. All, all which of course, mm-hmm. as anybody with like any sort of statistical background will know that that leads, especially young impressionable children, to believe that God isn't important because if he's not at all involved in the public square, then how is he important enough to you know like rule and create the world? But that's a whole other conversation it's no, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the exact same because liberals would make that argue, argument against teaching religion to a fifth grader. Mm-hmm. Is is you're just teaching these common good truths. Well, you're my, assuming my, these things yeah, are. Yeah, my, my problem is that like people always say like, oh, you're indoctrinating them. Well, yeah, but then you're indoctrinating them with what you think, the right? Act- like, like the absence of God just teaches the religion of humanism and secularism, ed- right? Ed- like, ed- education is indoctrin. You are indoctrinizing yeah. kids when you teach them to read and write. Yeah. That, that's a doctrine. There's no, you, they, you don't teach one kid to read differently than everyone else. So should we just cancel reading and writing? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, totally. Math, two plus two equals five. Do kids need to read anymore? We, Do their Greg, phones we, read? We went over this. Two plus two can't equal five. <laughs> There's a math proof for it. I'll show you later. Math is racist. Have we had? No, have we, have we not had? <laughs> so is reading and writing. Let me yeah, put, you, you want me to defend the, the two plus two equals five comment? I mean, sure. I'm not prepared to defend it now, but there is a proof where you can equal that. When if you split up, if you have two, because an imaginary okay. number. One coach, up. one coach Tomlin at Hempfield Area High School. I'm just using Tomlin's name that because that's the first be coach profession. I thought of. He's coaching at Hempfield <laughs> High School. His son is the quarterback. Total moron. If he can't get D's on his test, he's not playing. Well, when he gets up in front of the class, he gives his presentation, and on his board it says two plus two equals five. To correct it and to go through it with the docking points and to not let him be able to start in the game. Therefore, we're going to let 
2 plus 2 equals 5. We're all going to nod our heads and ignore it. And in that sense, 2 plus 2 does equal 5. Oh, wait. This is actually a great... So are you saying that 2 plus 2 equals 5 if we say 2 plus 2 equals 5? Yeah. This is the gender. Oh, man. So that's that's a great... That's a great discussion. So let me ask you guys a question. This is just just kind of a yes or no, but like... And then we can really dive into it. Is there any such thing as objective truth? So like... Can we know anything for certain as being true? Am I devil's advocating or am I playing super liberal? Uh, am I doing like a cold like opinion? Just give me your honest, I, I, honest yes, yes or no yes, and then yes, we can. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes I was going to say, can you give your honest opinion and then no. join me? I agree. Join me in a, f- like, if we have to fight him. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I'm, I believe there is objective having truth. having somebody on my no, side no, no, for anything. No, I believe. I do too. I believe there is an objective truth. I do believe that the Democrats do not believe that. So the modern liberalism pretty much is just everything is subjective. You know, if you think something or you feel something, then Truth that's, then that's what it is. You yeah. can make your own reality. Yeah, which I mean just isn't objectively true. But in some sense, you want to believe in a positive. Sorry, let me, let me try to play that as advocate just because I don't want to sure. keep agreeing here. Is you want to be able to manifest things. You want to be able to create something from nothing. A lot of the idea of the American dream is just, yes, you fake it till you make it. Maybe it's not true now, but the more that you em- you try and uh, emulate em- em- or em- somebody who is successful, the more that you see yourself becoming something good, that, that you can actually create your own that, reality. That's the, that's the secret that the yes, yeah, yeah the, 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 they talk liberals in the word manifest. It's very difficult. I'm just I've trying just to manifest. I've, I've just seen the movie. Reality. Read but the book. I'm trying to give. I'm trying well, to give some support. So that is a good. You want to believe that you have that yeah. power. I think well, that's yeah, everybody solid. has the power to you know do what is in their power. But two plus two, to two. has to equal four. Two plus two has to equal we can't, four. And if we let you say two plus two equals five, is you're going to struggle in other math moving forward. I'm actually doing you a disservice by trying to tell you that this is, you know, boys can be girls. You know, you could go a, a little five. Like, I, I'd say I'm in high school. I'm five feet tall. Telling you that you could be an NFL player. I'm a right. senior in high school. No, you can't. Yep. And to keep on entertaining this dream is not productive to the kid. There are exactly at expect- some at some point you do have to hit people with like objective truth and objective reality. You have yeah. limits. The question is, and like we we've talked about this before, where like we both agree. That's why I laughed when you brought it up. Yeah, because we we've, we've talked we, about this. We, in we, a, in we a both length. agree, <laughs> but the problem is that there are certain subjects which the modern American is told there is no such thing as like objective truth, or at least even if there is, it's rude to talk about. And I think we know where we're going with the dinner yeah, table chatter, I, politics, religion, and philosophy, like. Is there is there a God? The the simple answer is there is or there isn't, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I I have my own opinion, right? Yeah. But the simple fact is there either is or there is not a God or gods, right? It It is a fact. Like, objectively mm-hmm. true. Like, <laughs> as much as you want to ignore, as much as we might want to ignore it, it either is or is not true. And so the question isn't, like, should we not talk about it? The question should be, actually, we should probably try and figure it out because that's a, probably a pretty important question to actually know the answer to. Now, it might be hard to know the answer to, and it might be difficult to get to in the same way that, you know, any Do you believe sort it's of, knowable? Oh, that's a great question. Is it knowable? But does, yes. does believing God's real... Whether like what? Not can, can that be an objective truth? Could but could it be harmful to society to know if he wasn't real? Could it be harmful to know if he whoa, wasn't real? Because then there's That's nothing. The ho- what's holding? Whoa, homie, just society broke two different. Oh, probably these are metaphor. These are deep questions. Possi- here, possibly, but there are still things that like people would want their legacies to live on for. Yeah, there's that. Even but a lot gone. of people. But if you've screwed up in your life, I mean, what does it matter if you want to take some people out? Well, actually, if so, God's not real. Well, well, actually, so if God's not real, then you would probably want to. Then another mm-hmm. argument could be you actually want to live your life. Well, 
according to the construct of the state, you would want to live in accordance with it as best you can, because then that would be your only chance of living like a fulfilling life, right? Like, so if I only have one life, I would definitely not want to go to jail and just rot in jail for forever, because mm-hmm. guess what? After I spend 60 years rotting away in jail, that's it. But would it change people's views on incarceration? Because what decides right and wrong? Just people then. Well, exactly. Because yeah. right now, we kind of still go by the book. Oh, see. Right? Wait, now we're is right or is right or is this this for Symmachus? Are we getting into Plato now? Oh, I love Plato. Who writes the law? Is this the power? Is this that there is a moral good? Or is it the person who's the strongest makes the rules? Right. At that's the end the of the day, well, so, uh, Joe so Biden can just come in here with his so big that, stick. That's, and that's a legal a legal concept called uh, natural law versus positive law. Yep. So natural yep. law it, 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 like um, imagines that there is like a right or a wrong, and then you're supposed to like cope everything around yep. it. Whereas positivism divine by nature. Yes. The like, idea is it's like not, there are some it's things pre, pre-human. Yeah. Like there are some things that are divine by nature, and some things like predetermined. Predetermined might not be a good word for, it, but kind of. You know what I mean? It, it, and there are things that are natural and we just kind of work around the edges whereas positivism pretty much is if you say it goes improv it goes. improv yeah. improv yeah. philosophy <laughs> i'm just gonna say it i'm gonna say it. i identify and as it this goes. today yeah you like yeah. that what do you identify as i identify as this okay <laughs> well what are we gonna do together well let's do some metaphors let's go mm. on an oculus so we're gonna create our own little world mm. we can be whatever avatar we want to be the yeah. metaverse is so interesting to me i'm wondering how um, is that gonna is, is that the new be. god i guess where i'm going oh with, is this it? is with this well that also makes it we're getting all these subjects in here while we're talking about we liberals places, yeah. liberals and religion conservatives and religion mm-hmm. what is the liberals religion i, I would argue t- just to preface this i would Climate argue 10 change? years ago the body <laughs> no i i would say bo- my body my temple wait a minute let you me, have like so the let hippie me, the hippie yoga liberal yes so let me uh, let me dive into that a little more so what is the what so what do you worship then yes yes you worship yourself worship yeah that i i, I say more like a hedonistic interesting I, i'd okay. say general hedonism was justified as advancing okay. your body interesting. it's just making wait is that, this is your your belief this is my belief okay this, this is my this is my belief on how i'd, I'd say that's evolved into there they would say a common good and that is climate change this ability to affect the weather this ability to control mother nature it's a rather if you could yeah. do it They've been doing it since early days of the Bible. The pharaohs would come in and you do this and we stop the rain and we're having a drought so everyone needs to build this. And it's like, where was the science in that? Well, in the, in the ta- what is the tower that they built Droughts to try to reach drought. into heaven? Do you guys Babel. remember that? Babel. Tower of Babel. Babel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, is the internet. Man, man conquers Man conquers nature. That's is the internet. Thought, is know? the internet. Everyone's pers- Everyone's talking in different languages, just building it up and up and up and up. Well, everybody thinks, everybody thinks that they're building it up, you know. Or we, or are well, we it's, breaking it's, ourselves down? Are they, well, is exactly. this our chance? Are we becoming more enslaved? Oh, that's a great by line. By these technologies, by these computers. That is a great line. So another issue with like libertarianism is it pretty much just lets you become a slave to your worst vices yeah. rather than shacking off your vices to try and pursue a virtuous that's life. That's interesting. Way to take a jab at libertarianism. I always have my lines. There's almost a populist view of that. That is inside both parties. Almost like can I libertarian? You can almost identify a libertarian Democrat and a libertarian Republican by their agreeance in that hedonistic. So it's actually kind of shocking, like how much younger people are on both sides. Like I was watching this, um, I was watching this debate. Uh, it was on John Doyle's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, great guy, by the way. I think he's John, got Do- John, John Doyle. Yeah, John he's, Doyle, a, he's okay. a commentator. Yeah, you should look him up. He's pretty good. Um, but. PA? I don't know if he's in Pennsylvania. I don't think he's in Pennsylvania, but just a, over, I just saw him on Instagram one day and then started watch a couple of stuff. So you know, just how that random stuff happens in the internet these days. Um, Benefit of it, yeah. Um, he Not was, Q. 
yeah, he's not Q and O, but he he was on a panel with like four other people talking about you know like LGBTQT like issues and stuff like that, and it was shocking to me how th- there were four people on and pretty much like both of the like left wing people were like espousing libertarian things like we just want to be individuals and individually choose our thing and be left alone and i was sitting there and i was like maybe my libertarian ideology isn't that great for to conserve things you know no. if if both sides you, can quote it since we're talking about both sides right. so i think i think most young people today buy into this libertarian thing because they just want to be left alone they just want to pursue material things they don't know what the common good is and they're willing to admit that well yeah well they, i mean they, they don't they, they don't know the common good yeah, well, they know that they want to be happy they're ve- i feel like most That's, young people today are very like you said they want to be happy so they are conflict averse is what i would probably yes. say um, highly agreeable. They wh- have to be agreeable. Yes. PC culture. Everything yeah. has to agree. If which, anyone... is, which is why if you like look at most things, they are typically right. Cool. All, with, like yeah. cool with like people doing things, including like practicing their religion. Right. Like typically pro free exercise of religion, but they are yeah. incredibly against like any sort of like institutionalized version of religion. Yes. If yes. that makes sense. And, and even right. The genders. Yeah. Even picking yeah. something as simple as is what you're being told that you're like having another power telling them what to do. So once again, it's like the worship of the self. Yeah. So um, having another thing tell you this is what you are. You know, this is what this is. These, these are the things that define you. Right. Rather than being able to create 100 percent your own thing. People just can't wrap their heads around that. Um and so I think that's a, I mean, honestly, that's probably why you see so many, like the depression rates are through the roof, suicide rates are through the roof. That's, it's part, it's part of the, like, I know people like to claim that, oh, the reason why mental issues, like mental health issues are like through the roof is because like, we just talk about them more now. Like, yeah, sure. That's probably, that probably has something to do with it, but there's, n- but like, there's, n- I was reading a story one time, right? How much do you guys know? Like, I know you guys all know a little bit about history, right? You guys know mm-hmm. Napoleon? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. I just trying to be I very do. general. My yeah. idol. Yeah. My idol. Oh, I'm me big, too. I'm my a short, big Napoleon. I got thing. a big Napoleon hoodie. But yeah. there you go. I'm, I'm, didn't you so, just buy a book? A lot. Of, didn't you just buy a Napoleon book for like five dollars? Was that Napoleon? Oh, King Louis. Oh. King Louis the Fourteenth. Also, also the goat. Guy. Yeah, the Sun King. I am. Which is really funny because when you said Dr. Fauci says I am the science, right? That reminded me of Louis the Fourteenth saying I am the state. Yeah. That's a whole. It, it, it's he, the same thing. Same you know, vibe. you know, Fauci did say that. Yeah, I know. Same, okay, I was, was, was going to yeah. say he did act. I'm not just yeah. quoting him here. He said it. Same, it's the he same. Came vibe. out and declared same himself science. But um. I'm there was <laughs> so he's so he's uh, cultured is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't quite throw parties like Louis. No, 14, we could we could but. do we could do a whole <laughs> earlier in the in our episodes. I would draw a lot of comparisons to Napoleon's exile to oh, no, Elba, Elba to Trump in Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> essentially, he's down there. He has his kingdom <laughs> and he's just sitting there. And he can't. There's no battle. He can't come back until mm-hmm. 2022 is the next election cycle. All he can do is his order Gear of the up. day. Mm-hmm. Order of the day. Mm-hmm. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Wait, they took and they took that from him. At least Napoleon could constantly communicate. <laughs> Trump, they could literally put him on write, a little, write his letters around a little yeah. techno island because he yeah. used Twitter like Napoleon would use writing. Yeah, saying, yeah. But so the story that kind of struck me a lot was I'm sure you guys know about Napoleon's famous retreat from Russia. Yes. Right. He yeah. went into Russia with like. 600,000 
Are we good? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm reliving this story. We, oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a really you, you just I, really threw me. I want a movie. I want a movie. I thought we were. I thought we were having. I thought we were having a technical glitch. For no, a second. no, no. I smacked my phone and I just realized I'm getting, getting too excited here. So, so you know, the story of Napoleon in Russia is he invaded Russia with like six hundred thousand men, greatest army in the world, and he came out with only like twenty thousand of those men being able to actually fight because a combination of the Russian army and the winter and all this other stuff. Jan six. He stayed too long. <laughs> he stayed too long. It was only he a matter of time before that got mentioned. <laughs> it was. It was. Trump needed to evacuate. Trump, that winter was looking ugly. He needed to get his people to safety. He needed to leave Moscow. He stayed too long. Hillary burned the capitals to the ground. Yep. She ordered all around all these major cities. They lit themselves on fire. That's basically what happened when Napoleon gets into Moscow. They lit themselves on fire. So are you saying Trump is Napoleon? Are, are you saying in Trump? an odd? I, Wait, are I you think, saying Trump is related to Russia somehow? I think Trump, <laughs> Trump and Hillary Clinton, the Napoleon dossier. Yeah. Tr <laughs> Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are unified in their Napoleon-like time cycles, where they yep. both are pursuing things. If, if you if you buying into Napoleon, he was one of the best strategists of all time. Oh yeah. And there's just there's a right way to there's a best way to compete and there's a not best way to compete. We can all sit here and act like we're all equals on the battlefield, but one person can determine all the other actions. Are you telling me there's a hierarchy of talents? Believe it or not, I do. I believe there might be, a, <laughs> they, and that might be the best way to structure society what? is to have the people with the best at what they do organize. No way. I, I a hierarchy. Uh, hundreds of years ago, this was accepted as common talk. That doesn't sound like a PC, man. Hundreds, hundreds <laughs> of years ago, you would not have an army that specifically enlisted weaker employees to look more diverse. Well, one of the reasons, diversity in army. One of, one is of not the reasons, good. one of the reasons actually why Napoleon was so successful early was because you know French Revolution. They brought in a big meritocracy, and so a lot of their higher up yeah, generals. He, by the time Napoleon like was the top guy in like the late he, 1790s. Um, the meritocracy had taken hold, and so most of the generals were actually there because of their merit. Whereas across most of the rest of Europe, still, it was mostly just aristocracy. One hundred percent. And French Revolution, that, yeah. Yeah, and while like that's might be fine because then you could argue like, yeah, they could live their whole lives then purely devoted to warfare. Most of them didn't. And when they hit Napoleon and his marshals, they got spanked. His imperial guard was six inches taller than any opposing military sick, army. Like, because <laughs> who's the best fighter? Yeah, the tallest. Yeah. I don't care about King George's brother. King George. I don't. I don't want Prince William and Charlie and whoever the hell the crown would be sending to war those are not generals like that, that, harry harry is not a general are, he are was saying trump isn't fit to fight don no, no because i'm, I'm had, saying don jr don jr hey, should never he was in no, trump saying, did not I'm, make don I'm jr saying, but napoleon did put his kids in charge of oh different countries and that, yeah it mm -hmm. screwed him in the end with spain yeah, especially and, in spain yeah, yeah that, spain that's that really right, screwed so, him up but and trump, that's because trump, so, uh, trump so, had napoleon hands you could do oh, that too. True. You could short man, little little man complex. You could do the same that's thing. Like, exactly. there, there's so many comparisons. Yeah. Between yeah, short short height, short hands. But but so the point broken, I was trying broken to broken English, broken Italian. The point the point I was trying to make at was um the point I was no. trying to like finally like just kind of end on this was something that was shocking to me was like if you know how horrible that retreat from Russia was like six hundred thousand in like twenty thousand out alive eat, eat the, the horses, horses eat the eat the cats eat the dogs like eat the people that die of starvation along the way like, yeah. Um, cannibalism. The thing that shocked me was reading a report from because I'm this much of a nerd, like I have like read these things. Reading a like military report from a like brigadier general. I forget yes. exactly what his name was. I'll have to like look it up. I have it saved on my Instagram. And basically this guy reported he was like appalled that two men had decided to commit suicide. And I this was in like the worst part of their retreat, the worst part. Like it was shocking to the whole army that two guys would commit suicide. Today, two people commit suicide like every 10 minutes in this country. 
Well, it's yeah, insane. That, wow, interesting time. It's, wow, mental health. Way to bring that all around. Like, here, like we we are so soft today that with our incredible excess of material goods and almost no conflict in life, we create our conflict. Yeah. And these guys who had to go through literal freezing yeah, hell, that, yeah. literal like I can barely I can barely drive in my car in the morning when it's too cold. And these guys marched across Russia for like three thousand miles the in foot, with like, no electricity, no nothing. Like and no heat. No heat. No heat. And, no, and, I, and they were appalled when like two people decided I to kill themselves. And wow, not, hmm. I can't wait to see the comparisons. Like from like even our parents back in the day, like air conditioning wasn't a thing until like late nineties, early two thousands. Really millennial. But no, no, <laughs> I, I did not no, notice. No, I, I'm comparing this. I to grew like, up with a crank we, on my car. I, I didn't they have air conditioning. <laughs> they put the big <laughs> ice in the box. Yeah, 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 yeah. You but just no, run faster. It's one of those things. Like just get the piece of paper, man. Like, like. I, I'm curious. Like when we're like our parents' ages and stuff like that. Like, mm. how oh, different, yeah. like, what we struggled with compared to what the kids have uh, then. Like, I even see it with my nephews. Now I'm like, the fucking games and shit that they have and, like, everything else, I'm like, wow, I feel... Like, I loved my childhood, though. Don't get me wrong. But I was, like, sitting there, I'm like, it's gonna be so... That was only, like, 10, 15 years different. No. It's gonna be so different, like, 40 years. Yeah. Like, which is wild, especially how fast technology is moving right now compared to when we were younger, it moving. Well... Yeah, and then compared oh, yeah. to go, go, going back that well, far, think, think industrial like, industrial revolution versus technological revolution. How much that sped yeah. up? Like I heard, I don't know how true. Like it's as far as a stat goes, but the standard of living for the common person, like just the lowest level poor person in America, mm-hmm. is the equivalent of a king yep. during the French Revolution. Yeah, it's like if you have a good toilet system. You have a way to get cool beverages that are not going to kill you. Like no poison food, no contaminated food. You can keep yourself hot and warm yeah. with ease. That all is afforded to even the poorest. There are homeless people, but that's mental illnesses we can get to again. Where how many people now is when you do Versus provide, then, yeah. you provide everybody this luxury. Well, it's a per, it's a perspective kind of thing too. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people today have lost not only perspective in terms of material goods, soft. but in you terms said of it to start the show. soft, soft, soft material soft. goods. We are soft, but soft. we also like have lost like any sort of like common purpose or identity, and just any sort of idea of like something that is good. You know, like that's like because if you think there's nothing good to live for, like, you know what I mean? Like outside of yourself, if if the whole world is humanistic, then it's all about you. And so if one thing goes wrong with you, then your whole world is getting attacked right there. Whereas if you have something outside of yourself that matters, then it's okay if you take a hit here and there. Because guess what? This other thing that's outside of you is still standing, still existent. And, you know, that that thing, which is still whole, can then bring you up. So it's basically the belief in something can help you through anything. Oh, there are situation. there there are there not just are, not just religion, just like belief in something. Oh, else. belief belief in literally outside I mean, of your own self. Yeah, and there are studies that like beyond like beyond a doubt prove this. That like I mean the ones I've specifically looked at are religion, but I'm sure you could probably even say like having a common identity around something. The problem though, of course, if you have your common identity around something else, say like a nation or say like a, uh, f- a football team or something, like if that's your only thing that you latch onto outside of yourself wholly, then the problem is because they're made of humans and they're human institutions, eventually they will also let you down at some oh, point. Oh, well that's, love right? is trust. Love yeah. is putting your happiness in someone else's hands that could yeah. let you down. That, is, that yeah. is saying, I'm trusting this woman here that if she leaves me, if she dies, I'm not going to have that thing to hold on to anymore yeah. and that when you that's scary yeah that's and so scary that's, to like that's a control yeah. thing people like to con- libertarians like their control they don't like the idea of wait i'm gonna give it to a government and they like gonna, their individual control they're you know? they're gonna do the common yeah exactly yeah, that yeah. that's where this 
at what point I was going to ask you then with this common good, at what point does did or did we as a society start vilifying other people's common goods? I I don't think I really got the question. Do you mean like in terms of as opposed to assorting your assort asserting your own common good, mm -hmm. more just trying to take down other people's common goods? Ooh, um, so they can't cancel culture as opposed to putting up your culture that you're saying this is good music. We can all sit here and objectively agree this is good, this is bad. Increasingly, bad music you have to call good. So this is actually a very interesting point and i would honestly probably say post-world war ii like western thought because most world war ii western thought you know post-world war ii uh was was you know what can we do to prevent world war three right and so what they tried to do was they tried to take everything that in their eyes caused conflict and tried to pretty much internalize everything right so culture internalize it nation internalize it religion internalize it right don't history history internalize it right and you can you can enjoy it in your spare time. You can, you know, privately, maybe even among your family. But if you try and bring it into the public square or, you know, bring it internationally, especially, all you're going to do is cause conflict. And therefore, we have to get rid of that. So I think that that kind of started the trend of we need to, especially then having that thought take over the world, basically, after communism fell. Because before communism fell, we could at least still rally around, oh, we're all anti in America. We're anti-communist, we're Christian, and, like, all this stuff. Capitalist, most people would Capitalist, Christian, and anti-communist, right? Like, those were were our things. And then as soon as communism fell, it was like, well, now that we've built an ideology upon trying to not fight anybody over anything and intense individualism, like, what do we have? The only thing that unites us is nothing. The ni- that's the nihilist, yeah, and that's almost the nihilist, which that's, that concerns me about our generation. Well, that's what I mean about our th- is- our thought processes are like literally the there's nothing that there's no religion, there's no culture, there's no barely any nationhood the abyss, really. Like the abyss stared back. Yeah, and like the only thing that unites us is that nothing unites us. Just and that's kind of tough to build a society. Whoa, upon. this is supposed to be a Christmas episode. <laughs> that was just like a Jesus for you, nah. I agree, but God, well, yeah. Uh, we got we got to find a common goal. We so, cannot uh, unify can't, can't around. Can't be against everything for forever. No one, no one is pretty. Eventually. No one is fat. Nobody is pretty. Everyone is equal. Well, a big thing that's going there's on definitely is, thing is beauty. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but if you look at culture now, we have to, you can no longer fat shaming is considered right. something that's very is very taboo to a point where we're having no. obese models and we're trying to say that now right. the counter to that is it's not good that we have women developing eating disorders because of Instagram and being able to make yeah. your make an ideal. That's where the computer is kind of feels like it was moving into. What do we all believe in? Apple. So, well, <laughs> there was actually Apple. there was actually really good. Inter- I don't really watch Trevor Noah as much as you guys. You watch Trevor Noah more than this entire show combined. Yes, which is not much because it's on Twitter like a clip. No, he was on <laughs> okay, a different okay. show. Yeah, Ryan, I'm, I'm, are I'm, you I'm, able I'm, to laugh? I'm, taking, I'm a big John Stewart guy. I'm, though. I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking pot shots at Trevor Noah. Have you actually laughed at Trevor Noah? He's what, a laugh track. It's he, very good. No, they he, know exactly what he's joking all the time. His earlier, if you were in the audience, okay, wait, his stand-ups, they put him in a bubble. His stand-ups <laughs> are great. To be completely honest, I've never seen him stand up. Yeah. His stand-ups is what got him. They're, made. they're better. They're better than but, his news. But uh, when he first took over for John Stewart, like it had, it, it was hard for me to adjust to that John because John Oliver was meant to be the heir. I like John Oliver, but his show the last like season has sucked. Our last season since Trump, he got Trump derangement syndrome. He's one of the classic ones. As soon as right he took before, over, leading up to that though, leading up to that hilarious show. Yeah, yeah it was great it, content. And right the, after he got elected, different. it was good. He went subjects then, that other people didn't approach or didn't look at. There was a couple at. of things that like I thought was interesting, but like 
usually I look at those as like, oh, this is a good point. Like, I, I went, and, I went from big like, fan to big critic. Colbert yeah, took me last, a little bit like, longer, but John Oliver was like overnight. Season, I was very disappointed, like, but um, no, like I, I was. It was like a day or two ago, actually. I was just scrolling on Twitter, and there was an interview. He was on somebody else's show, and I can't remember the woman. It was older, not Barbara. I can't remember her Brooke name. Brooke Baldwin. Oh, you talking CNN? See, no, he, he come I, on CNN a good bit. No, it wasn't CNN. I can't remember, but it was when Dave Chappelle. Thing. I didn't get to watch this yet. Yeah. So apparently it's very controversial. Saw... He makes fun of and makes very li- like crossing the line jokes on everybody though. Not just like Ch- Chappelle. Ch- yeah, Chappelle. The most recent yes. one? Yeah, I didn't see it yet. Oh, you so, gotta watch it. Yeah, I, I want to. But <laughs> this actually made me want to like reminded me I want to watch this again like, or watch it in general. Because um, she brought up like oh like almost like critiquing him about like oh isn't there a line that he crossed don't you think that no, you got to watch it to but, understand. But Trevor Noah, like, she was asking him. Did Trevor Noah defend him? Yes. Okay, thank because, you. Because no, his, yeah. his big thing was, what what line did he cross? It was, like, the first question back. And she, like, said something. And he said, the line only crosses depending on how you're looking at the line. If you're looking at it from this way or this way. He said, and she's like, he's like, so what oh, defines the good. line? I like that. I he like said, what that. defines the line? And she said society. He said, but what if society is like 50% on this side, 50% on that side, and you're looking at each other saying you're both wrong? He's like, this is exactly where we're at now. Yep. And he's like, he tied it very well. But it was like only a one-minute clip, so I didn't watch the whole like interview. No, so. it's kind of thing. Bring that clip. Those are the kind of stuff I like to play on the show. Okay, they, I'll send the news. I think I saved it, actually. I, I can send it to you. The news will cut it to 10 seconds and play the part that just helps well, their that's side. Why, that's why I like when Twitter. They, they, they do like actually a, like... It's a full like a minute or two thing. But like his Trevor Noah, thing I, is, I don't believe it's Deep State. By the way, like, I, no, there, no, no. I do, there is Deep State. I Trevor like, Noah is not I like it. Trevor Noah, but idiot. I don't watch his show. I like him because I... I really liked him as the comedian. He's a good stand-up. guy. He's a good no, no, no. guy. The stand-up, guy. the stand-up stuff is what made me like him. Bad accents. When he, when he took over, really bad at accents. When he first took over, he stuck in his lane of good accents. Then he branched out to what are those? I think Comedy Central doesn't know what the heck they're doing. No, 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 yeah, no, no, I no. I, his accents though, because no, no, no. his accents from the beginning. His like no, his uh. Because I've seen all of his stand-ups like before. No, he got, no. Do you remember I, when I, sat, he, like think about all? I think it's like. I think his first stand was Af- it was called African American, and it's literally when he came from South Africa to America and the differences in it, and it's hilarious. He makes fun of Oprah. Wasn't his book of, like, wasn't his book kind of based off of this? It, I've never read his book, so okay. I, I think the problem is you when you go on TV like that. Like remember how Saturday Night Live used to be funny? We would no, watch yeah, it at right. your house. It was yeah. it was hilarious. Today it's not the, the same. Program. The only thing that's good is the daily wrap up with. Uh, Michael and Colin. Michael Chad. Because it's just, I mean, I cannot make writing. it through those. But no, no, so no. The, Even when the person on there, I want to see. Those I can't are, make it through the show. The the weekly report thing, like the news thing, is always pretty funny. But when it's they the write, Daily Show, like it used to be. Yeah, and when they write jokes for each other, though, it's always like. Uh, Michael will always write racist jokes for Colin, but and yeah. they don't see it. So Colin has to read a bunch of racist shit out loud. Like so, like that stuff is funny to me. I enjoy that. I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore, but like the I will watch clips of just the weekly report thing because like do you know what do you know I don't watch Saturday Night Live Baldwin that was another one Trump derangement it got to a point where yeah, every yeah, Saturday Night yeah. Live skit is like 
and I guess when I the comedians, it, I think the reason why they grew like people grew tired of their relationship with Trump so quickly is because a lot of the major news networks turned into amateur comedians. People like Don Lemon turned their two hour night show into I'm going to make a bunch of jokes about Trump and his supporters, and everything became just some certain he's making he, no laugh and no laugh track. No audience. It's very awkward when you have like. Yeah. Well, the, well, everything uh, everything got kind of mixed between actual journalism and they, comedy. They started. Chris Cuomo yeah. was going on Colbert. All of a sudden, you start seeing the news anchors are going on the late night hosts, and then Pelosi's going on the late night host, and it's like, well, so who's higher ranked here? I think Colbert has a lot more to say with the news cycle mm -hmm. than the Cuomo brothers. Did. Well, that's like the when the Fox clip that I sent you, or we talked about it maybe at the bar or something. It wasn't on the show about the who's on first. And, yeah. Oh, did you watch yeah, you? Yeah. And we were like, I hope this wasn't scripted because if it was scripted, it was terrible acting. But like the fact that it wasn't, it was terrible but, acting made it so legit. It made it so like you, you, I am no, but, I am not a movie. But like, I am lowering. But that's what no, we're the about movie too, is like, you. No, you are on my show. Did you see this clip? You know the Laura movie? Ingram. Yeah. Do you know Laura the movie, or the show you that I told you about? Yeah. So he's like, did oh, you watch it? Or did Ryan's review scare no, you away no, from no, it? No, no, no. <laughs> Ryan's review yeah, kind of yeah, scared me. Ryan's probably. review was like, this is about no, a stalker. No, the last... This is, I'm like, what? The fourth season um, got delayed because of like COVID for filming. Mm -hmm. So when they finally released it, there was COVID references because it's supposed to take place in like it's, present it's time. It's painful to watch so he, a show like, put back. He only mentions it like two or three times. like, But it's like a real subtle joke of like, Oh, we stay away from each other now. Thanks, COVID. Like it, it, totally trigger fox. Totally like, trigger fox. By so, built to do that. So built the show is called You, and the guy was like, "Oh, uh, I saw it on you, or you said it last night on their episode." And she was like, "I didn't say anything." And then it came, uh, became the whole like, got, "Who's got, on yeah. first?" Mm -hmm. he, he he had to keep going. It's like, "Wait, no, it, it's a movie." And she goes. No, this is a TV show. But she's like, also like awkwardly <laughs> smiling. Like, I didn't say it. It's like, oh my the, the, god. Play, that's which is that, talk about comedy gold. The only way you can do the who's on first is you have to deadpan that. Yeah. That has to be like, wait, they actually are you debating it. Yeah. They're debating this right now because they can't understand the name of the player. Huh? It's going to be a, I mean, like, like, a long circle. <laughs> How often in politics is that what we're doing? <laughs> is this one, one person's defining the word with one thing, the other person's using another, and then they're trying to pin each other on? It's like you said this. It's like, yeah, I did, but I meant that. It's like, well, that doesn't you mean, mean how that many to me. You mean how many worthless arguments are actually just like thrown around all the time? I, I wonder what we threw out tonight. The other thing, too. I, I'm, 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 yeah. I the entire time. Christmas episode we, we threw out tonight. <laughs> we did. We're going to. We'll do it. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can't wait to listen to the first 30 seconds of this. I don't know how to write. A, I don't know how to write a write-up. I don't know how I'm going to describe this episode because we, there's no, like they call them, we talked about every Christmas issue. Is the description is just we said everything. Uh, we didn't no, do drug no, policy. No, wait, hey, Christmas, we didn't do drug policy. Christmas is canceled would be a great. No, not, <laughs> Christmas is canceled would be a great topic because we just canceled Christmas on this show today. Let's do a half. <laughs> let's do a half. I know Craig. The, you should have heard Greg's songs that he. Let's do his that. Favorite Christmas. Should, close them. I want to make sure you guys can't read them. I'm with take a quick. Wait, are we doing this on the? The next one, right? Not yeah, this one. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Let, let's do. Let's call. This I'm not is a great lie, I've been stressing for 24 Matt, hours over this. No, this is where Ryan puts more work into his one episode appearances than Alec does all of his. <laughs> and like, like and he wants involved I, in the tech. I've listened to more episodes than Alec has. I wish you were around when we had. Oh, you definitely have. Ryan, I listen to every one since even when you guys were on do, YouTube before you, you guys were on Spotify. I've listened to those. I yeah. know. I, I wait for Ryan's questions and criticisms. Like normally, a couple of days after the they episode, they stopped doing giveaways were, because I would. 
would always be the first just, one to text the code. Ryan's a member of, <laughs> and the first code was a joke, and I did it anyway. And Greg was like, "What are you talking just, about?" I was like, "You told me to text twenty four ninety seven. Alec told you that on <laughs> yeah, the podcast. No, Greg, Greg Alec was springing on giveaway. But no, no, Greg, Greg agreed. So then when I texted him, I was like, "Oh, I thought this was like funny. Like I would text you," and he was like. I feel like we have to send you something <laughs> we now. Had, <laughs> we had it. We're, we're people of our words. Yeah. And now since then, so we just brought you on to the show. We had so other like, We had winners in other states. Yeah, the giveaway is an invite. Yeah, I was on, on, we had giveaways in other states, too. Which did. We had a friend. South who, Carolina. Yeah. How many giveaways did he have to win to bring a friend? I mean, like, that's a... That's hey, a I was on one episode. <laughs> I, but no, I now, on now you get this option. You, I comment on every episode. I've came on to technically two, but like one... Night of episodes, yeah, and I brought a lawyer friend that was actually knowledgeable that makes me look good. This is like the perfect scenario: (laughs) is is you come on and what one thing that we've been debating on whether to do phone ins, and now that New York has gone back in the boxes. All the news networks and everyone back home, so they're doing this lag talk mm-hmm. where everyone has a different feed. So it's really painful to watch the news. Where if you have four people in one room, mm-hmm. they, we can talk without all interrupting so, each other because we can see. So each other. for a little bit more reference, like obviously I'm two hours away to college. We went over this last show. Mm-hmm. Matt is my roommate. Yes, so we live in St. College together. So it's like yep. if we did do a call-in episode, now you have two correspondents on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and I know now what topics to talk about because I yeah you're willing to talk about any subject. That's right. Oh, early literally on, literally anything. We're talking about like I, Roe v. Wade. If you want to decline it, we don't have to talk I, about it. I know this isn't like I told you guys that. But no like, one's going to score can... any points in this battle here. We're all <laughs> going to lose. None of us can have a baby. And I, I think I told you guys like he would talk about anything, but it, like that's also like somebody like hyping their friend up like oh yeah they're exactly yeah. exactly. So I, I, that's why I did not know exactly yeah. where nothing nothing is safe nothing is safe. Awesome. I think I think we should try and have a monthly episode at least where you guys come down and I'd love to. Where at least do like topics of the month. Especially Matt loves Dino, so Dinos is great. Well, Mike Dino, loves Dinos. Dinos has been awesome since the beginning of the pandemic. Have you been they to stayed the, open? But like, they didn't a, make you wear masks. Have you taken they him were, to Trove They've been pretty legit. legit. No, he hasn't been to I probably should have said that. I made a point of not naming them. Either. Good thing. They're, we're all talking over each other. So no I, one knows anything. Every business is so Greensburg. As, as, as a lawyer, I'll say that's pretty... Um, yeah. That's not good evidence. No, like, no, that's no, no. Playing this clip in court would not win. Ambient sound. Ambient sound. On that I would just like to say I'm not I'm not the third host or anything, but um I've brought more uh guest on than the third host. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't we don't want to talk too much trash on Alec. I'm going because to Craig because Craig deleted his episode. <laughs> Craig Craig deleted his episode, so Alex should have not have missed as many episodes yeah. in a row. Penguin Games got cancelled too. I was expecting recorded. him here. That's why we I know, him I, know. I know. He has no excuse not to be here. He's he he was gonna excuse he wanted he wanted he wanted to come tonight, but we don't have a fifth option. Yeah. Like we, we, we can't well, we can't do Matt five. No, we that. actually do. I told him. Well, no, Matt had a mic. We could have just. We aren't making. A mic. We aren't making someone sit in the corner. I have a mic <laughs> on the end. I have. A, I have another mic stand. In yeah, I'll sit. I'll sit king of the table. Matt, Matt could, has a mic. We could do that. We could do that. Too, so. could do that. I have other mics and a mic stand back there and everything. We'll bring up the ambient so, talk so this here. Is a, this in is Alex's fault. All right. Great episode, mm-hmm. Matt. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you guys for having me. We're gonna—I don't know which one's coming out first. You might be listening to this after know. our Christmas episode because <laughs> Christmas is tomorrow. They're both Christmas <laughs> episodes. So. We're gonna get a quick one, quick Christmas, and um, everybody have a great holiday season. I wish you happy New Year's, but that's been canceled by me and De Blasio. So the New Year's will not be his own calendar. If you didn't, oh yeah, that you, far back. Yes, I do not believe that January first is a good time to start the new year. Okay, it's cold. Mm-hmm. Nothing really changes yep. until after December. It's not cold everywhere. It is. We already have a major Not here holiday. Because of global warming, but I, I, I we are all yeah. Go, global warming is fixing centric. this problem. The world is going through the temperature that I am dealing with. We are that fixing the problem with global warming. That, that is so my, wait. Isn't yours March first? Is your New Year's? 
Yes. We're going to wait till we get closer to spring. Oh, this is There's no real holidays around that time. We got Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Easter mm-hmm. on the other end. So mm-hmm. we kind of go through a lull where why have New Year's and Christmas, two power-packed celebration holidays. Right next to each other. In sequence, yeah. in the worst time of the year. It's cold. It's expensive. COVID's everywhere. We're gonna have, <laughs> January, yeah. COVID's everywhere. Lockdown. January 6th January, right yeah. around the corner. January 6th, January 4th, the mandates. Our, new, the our, new, our new holiday, January 6th, is right around the corner. Nothing yeah. will, ch- nothing will change. Comes back that day. It is. No, no, it is January. True holiday. <laughs> no, but the thing is, January 6th is a democratic holiday now. Oh, I know it, it is. is. Yes, yeah. it's oh. a formal holiday. Yeah. Yes, we reenact riots. You're still a Democrat. I mean, you go to your local town. You go to your local town peacefully. You peacefully Wait, dress can, up like the Q shaman. You peacefully in yeah. Greensburg. Insurrect your, your local school board. <laughs> no, your local school board is anywhere. Anywhere yeah. where there's authority. You just got to flex. And this is, it's flex month. <laughs> this is flex month. <laughs> That's where January 1st, we're not going to, since nothing will change from December to January, we'll just kick it off in March, starting the new year. Better attitude for everybody. Spring into the new year. Wow. As opposed to. That was so cool. This snow that drought. That was such a good dad joke. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, so you spring into summer and then you fall down into winter. 